When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I just got back from Vegas, got off a plane three seconds ago, and now I am here with Tyler Bow, waiting for Bubba Jenkins. What's up, guys? We've got a great show today. we got Frankie Edgar, who I believe is going to be the future champion at 145, Kylan Curran, and Brandon Gertz. It's a, it's a stack show. I want to thank our sponsors, American Icon Autographs. A-I-A-S-E dot com. That's American Icon Autographs. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor, uh, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlies Conan, Paige Van Zandt, Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Dan Henderson, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wood, Marcus Allen, and more. So go to their website and find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet their celebrities, and build your man cave. That's A-I-A-S-E dot com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid, okay? I would say 99% of the fighters should be making more money than they do, okay? It's a huge problem, uh, and you know what? Bubba Jenkins came up with a way to solve it. It's called tip a fighter. Tip a fighter. And basically what we can do is you can pay the fighters yourself directly. You can throw them money. Listen, you went big on a, on a fight. Okay, a guy wins you a uh, 12 to 1 dog, 10 to 1 dog. You just made 1000 bucks, 2000 bucks. You want to throw money that fighter's way? Go right ahead. Okay, tip a fighter. Fighters are in there every week entertaining the hell out of us. We might as well show us, show them your appreciation. Now, Fighters, there's no reason you shouldn't be with Tip a Fighter, okay? You're in there anyway. You're telling me you can't use an extra thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, five thousand bucks. Who knows? Someone might win a million on you and throw you ten thousand dollars. You never know, okay? So get with Tip a Fighter. Also, D Cipher, D I hyphen Cipher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. People, everybody needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from feedback and an outside perspective. Decipher brings that to you. They help you reach your dreams, define success, and help you achieve the life you've always wanted. You are never going to find this level of coaching anywhere else. Decipher is bringing true, affordable, personal coaching to everybody. Call them 1-888-731-COACH and book your free coaching session today. That's 888-731-2622. Fighters, when I say everybody, I meant everybody. Decipher has helped fighters pull the trigger in fights how to deal with octagon jitters, even help fighters set themselves up for success after fighting. So check them out. Now, for all the MMA Roast listeners, you get a free intake session. And if you book Decipher long-term, use the code ROASTED for 10% off. So hit them up on their website, di-cipher.com. I just got back from Vegas. Last night I performed at the uh, UFC gym Christmas party. 
Yeah, I can tell. You you were decked out from head to toe in oh, yeah. like brand well, new it looks like Dana Claus just like Well what happened was I actually realized I didn't bring any clothes to actually bring back and they oh. gave me this bag with all this cool stuff in it. So I just hopped in the, they put me up. It was they've been they were so nice to me. Uh so nice to me. Uh they put me up in this beautiful hotel, the Cosmopolitan. Nice. I had a, a a suite there. I mean it's one of those things you actually can go outside and like Actually, there's like a terrace on your hotel. See the whole Vegas Strip. Nice. And uh, I got to the to the show, and it was uh, there were some fighters there. It was actually Matt Hughes was there, BJ Penn, Cub Swanson, Kristoff, uh, uh, who I didn't see till after, and Razor Rob McCullough. Right? That's they were crazy. on the back, and this guy Justin Tuck, who actually was on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. So. It's like a huge, and corporate gigs are tough. You know how corporate yeah. gigs are. I mean, they could be brutal. Uh, and I'm not exactly a corporate comedian. Uh, <laughs> you know, there are certain guys that just do very, very clean jokes. And then they, do, you know, hey, what's the deal with airplane food? You know, that's just not me. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, but I convinced the UFC gym, they, and they, they kind of br- they brought me. You know, they asked me to do it. So I, I get there, and I was like, oh man. So I'm quickly writing down jokes about about the fighters there. And I, I start off, and I'm like, it's great to be. And I, like, there's a whole they, they go on stage to present these awards first. It's like BJ Penn, Matt Hughes, Cub Swanson, and then me as the entertainment. So I'm like, it's great to be some, such such legends, uh, you know, uh, such amazing UFC legends and Cub Swanson. So, <laughs> right, so right away, and like, and I, I me and Cub are friends, so Cub yeah. got a laugh. So then yeah. I'm like, I'm like doing my jokes, and I could tell people are like, they're laughing, but. The, the room holds like, I don't know, 300 people. So, sorry. Uh, so, aside from the fighters, this is mostly like UFC staff. It's all UFC like... gyms, employees, okay. uh, people that own gyms. Okay. It's, it's all owners of gyms. So, uh, and they were the ones that got me the ticket to the fight. Yeah. They gave me the ticket to the nice. fight on Saturday. So they were super nice to me, you know. But I was like, uh, the lady, they told me, listen, you know, go up there, do your thing, feel out the crowd, you know. They say, see what they're laughing at. Yeah, and just go with that, which is always like what I love hearing because then I because like because you know because you know as a comic the crowd's gonna laugh at the dirty shit. Yeah. So, so I I go up there and there's this huge space, but the problem is there's a huge like half the crowd is there's a huge like walkway dividing the crowd in half. Yeah. And the further is all the young people and the people close to me are all the CEOs and like the fighters. So I I, I like go up there and I just start like doing my jokes. My jokes are kind of hitting, you mm-hmm. know, but. Not hitting is like like I'm used to at a comedy club, so I'm like, fuck it, go dirty. Like, yeah. So I did it, and then they started going crazy, and then there's like a huge screen of people behind me, and people's pictures keep coming up, so I'm making fun of the people on the screen, which of course, the people that like I met with, the two girls that were like, told me what to do, yeah. their the pictures keep coming up, and then I realized as I was making fun of like, oh, this girl looks like she's holding it a fart, and this one, this <laughs> one, well, that one needs to get laid, and like, there was the ones who told me what to do. Yeah. So then I start ripping on BJ Penn, I'm like, BJ Penn, you know, Mike Dolce would be here, but he has a restraining order against you. I'm like, you're the only <laughs> fighter to go on the Dolce diet and eat Mike Dolce, <laughs> and BJ's dying laughing, yeah. but he's drunk, and I'm like, I, I'm like, I know it's BJ Penn, I know it's you because you're wasted. So I just started yeah. going crazy. And then Matt Hughes, I'm like, Matt Hughes is laughing. And I'm like, Matt, you know, it's nice. This is better than banging your cousin, right? And so I just start going, and people are going, I'm going in on everybody. Yeah. And people are just, people are dying. Some people are, are like, you could tell they're getting like, what the fuck did we hire? You yeah. know, like what's going on? I guess last year their, their uh, Christmas party was like a, a prayer service or something. Like they had a prayer. So th- 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 that's, what, that's good entertainment. Yeah, this is what my I was. So, yeah. so I, I start, I, I go, Dana White was supposed to be here. I go, Dana White is so white that John Jones tried to snort him. 
<laughs> and I go, by the way, Jones thought, yeah, Holly Holm had the perfect strategy of hit and run. And I could tell some people uh, are like heavy UFC fans. Other people yeah, are looking yeah. around. Like, so I, I just started doing, I started making fun of everybody individually. Cause I was like, fuck it. If I'm going down, we're all going down. So I was just like, you know what? Let's just, let's just go for it. So I'm just like, so I just started throwing grenades, you know, because yeah. I was, my back was against the wall. I'm like, this is, I had to do like an hour. So let's just, so it was, it was fun though. I mean, it was a lot of fun. At the end of the show, people were like, my sides were hurting. Yeah. Razor Rob McCullough, I didn't even know it was there. It was like, man, I, I couldn't stop smiling. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing. You had me on the floor. Other people were like, yeah, that was a little polarizing, you know, it was, but uh, I, I mean, I, I did give him my best. I, I, I did one for it. And then I, I, I like went out with uh, Alira Kors, who's this hot Australian. I think she's like a model, a beautiful mm -hmm. girl. Her and uh, Cub and Razor. I went out with it. I got, I got drunk afterwards. I never drink, but I'm like, they all took me to a club light. And I, I was up till 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was up at like... 8.30 and then yeah. came to the airport and came here. But uh, it, was, it was fun. Like, I actually got a text this morning from Matt Hughes because I, I, I'll, 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 like, read it. I was like, uh, which is like, I was like, hey, Matt, you know, thanks. It was great seeing you. He wrote back. I go, Matt, great seeing you. He wrote back, you also put on a great show. Anyone else that would talk about my affectionate cousins and BJ having his <laughs> privates in my mouth would have a problem at the end of the night. <laughs> wow. He goes, I walked around and I asked some of the ladies if they enjoyed it. They all said yes. Good job. So that was pretty damn awesome. That's like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Matt Hughes is writing that. But yeah. uh, it was it was fun. I mean, it was uh, they treated me real nice. Did you book book that a while ago or pick it up short notice? Uh, about four months ago. Oh, but I didn't. You know, it was one of those things. Like, you know, even it was a UFC. It wasn't a UFC party. It was a UFC yeah. gym party. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was a UFC party. I'd have more UFC jokes. But UFC gym, you don't know like exactly how many people really follow the sport as close as, you know, because yeah. all those people, they own gyms, but they're not exactly, they're, they're casual fans, you know, yeah. I'm not, like Sage Northcutt jokes, Bob might not go over that well. Yeah, they're more into like the fitness and the working out than like MMA and all that. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it was, uh, it, it was fun. I mean, it was like, uh, it was just, it was, it was cool. And I was happy. I mean, I got a picture with, uh, with Matt Hughes and, and BJ Penn, which was like, I mean, how, how cool is that? Yeah, right? those guys are legends. That's awesome, dude. So I was actually, I was, it was crazy because I was in Vegas till last Sunday. I drove back uh, Sunday night because we had, we had a podcast in the morning at 12. Actually, I had a doctor's appointment, which my ACL, I'm not getting surgery till three months from now because we got to do more filming for the TV show and I can't have a cast on because it wouldn't yeah. be inconsistent. And so then... <laughs> So the, I love the TV show. They're trying to get you a new apartment. They're like postponing your surgery. Oh yeah, exactly. So then, and then I had to coach wrestling, which I did, which Aljamain came to wrestling practice. I saw that. That's that, awesome. That dude. was awesome. And he actually showed a really cool single leg. And I was like, him and his, his brother's a fighter. I didn't realize his brother is three and O Troy, uh, who walked him to the octagon. So Aljamain came and helped coach. And then we had our big match on Tuesday. I was all excited. And there's a fucking bomb scare. And yeah, that was... so now my match got canceled. So I pretty much came back for the match. But I mean, you can't, can't factor in a bomb scare. Yeah. But they would have given me a hotel in Vegas the last four days. So I could have just stayed in Vegas for that and just hung out at the conference, hung out with Forrest Griffin, hung out with Frankie Edgar, been a big man. Who knows what could have yeah. happened? Yeah. I, instead, I drove back four hours and then drove and had to fly back and then fly back here. If you spent another four days in Vegas, you probably wouldn't have made the show. Yeah. yeah you probably yeah. would have been demolished. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I just been uh, I just been chilling, been busy uh, doing shows and writing a bunch, and uh, 
Nice. Just getting ready. I got once uh, after the holidays hit, I'm going up to um, Seattle, like starting New Year's Eve. I got uh, like three weeks straight of shows and then a bunch of college gigs after that. So that's great, man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I got I, I uh, what am I doing? I'm, what are you I'm, doing New Year's? I'm doing a gig in Michigan, actually. Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, Trippers Comedy Club in, in Michigan. And uh, so I'm, I'm doing that and then just doing shows till then. And then in January, um, I think I'm in North Carolina. Uh, I got a gig in, and then February I'm I'm in Vegas doing the award show. So we actually shot a really good sketch with Rashad Evans. Can't wait for that. We're gonna shoot one with Luke Rockhold. Uh, we're gonna shoot one with uh, uh, Hendrix, a couple other people. Nice. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I think this actually this year, at the rate the the one sketch we shot so far, I'm super excited about. I mean I I could not be happier. I think I, I think it's I don't know if it's up there with the all about the cake, but because that was just epic. And It'd be it was, hard to top that. Yeah, but you know it is it is what it is. So um, fights this weekend. There's some good fights this weekend. Uh, yeah. Excited. Uh, let's see what we got here. I know we're, the UFC's been spoiling us lately, dude. Last weekend, three events and then yeah, one coming up. Ronda Rousey, it came out, is filming two movies before her fight with Holly Holm and yeah. staying with her coach Edmund. That is such a mistake. I mean. What are you doing? I understand you have commitments, but it's hard enough to be an actress and it's hard yeah. enough to be a fighter. Now you're in, now, I mean, and no offense, uh, but The Roadhouse, are you going to see the sequel to Roadhouse? Uh, sadly, I probably will. Especially uh. <laughs> Roadhouse to me is one of those movies where like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Like if I'm flipping channels and I come across Roadhouse, I'm like, damn it, now I'm yeah, watching Roadhouse, Roadhouse. The original Roadhouse. <laughs> Look, I will see it because I like Rhonda and yeah. I'll go see it, but I don't know. I think no. she should just focus on fighting right now. I think she's got a lot to work on, especially because her last fight. I think she needs to leave Coach Edmund. I've said this plenty of times. I'll say it again. Go to a TriStar gym. Uh, go to an American top team. Go to an AKA. Get a real wrestling coach. I mean, I, don't know. I mean, like, obviously her guy, she has a wrestling coach, but get learn how to – shoot a double in a fight. I mean, mm. she probably knows how to do it, but she has not been doing it and, and go back and get that belt. Shooting two movies, learning lines is fucking hard. Acting is tough. And being all, on set all day just for hours. It's just, that's way too much to have on your plate when you're preparing for that, like a title defense and possibly one of the toughest fights. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, that she had ahead of her, obviously. What are you doing? I, I love you, Rhonda. I, I, I think you're awesome. I think you're a good role model. I love your family, but what are you doing? Someone Do you, has to sit you down. And I understand. Look, I don't know. Choose one. Gina Carano, she chose one. Yeah, but uh, I, I think sometimes there's this pressure, like, like especially with Hollywood and with sports stars and stuff like that. I think when you're at the top of the game, when like people know when you're hot, you're hot, and things can go away really quick. So I think sometimes there's this pressure to like do it all, like when yeah, you I can. get it. I know. I mean, I understand, but it, but it just seems like it's, she got dominated. She didn't get caught. No, Some no, she got caught. She got she she lost every second of that fight. Except for the one time where she may have buckled Holly's knees in a punch that may have people say she, she buckled her knees. What do you, uh, come on, this is not, look, somebody grab her and talk to her, okay? And by the way, Marina has not called me back. So everyone keep asking me, where's Marina? I don't know where Marina is. She's enjoying her life. She's moved on from the podcast. Good luck to Marina. I've been nothing but nice to Marina. I, I've, I've paid her out of my own pocket. I, I, I like Marina uh, as a friend, but she has not called me back. She obviously, I think Greg Wilson fucked me up with that because uh, after Ronda won, after Ronda lost, Greg tweeted out, Adam called it. And I go, oh, you fucker. Like, 
I didn't call it. Well, I sort of called it, but don't fucking celebrate me calling it. Like, this is her best friend. What are you doing? I told him to take down the tweet. I had to fight with Greg and say, I don't know if Marina saw the tweet. Maybe yeah. maybe, maybe she didn't, Well, but I don't know. That's like, a tough thing. We we talked about this too when we made, we've made pr- fight predictions before. It's like, it's tough like when you, you have what you want to happen uh, if you like a fighter and what you think is going to happen. And, yeah. and you, sometimes you got to like disassociate like, you know, your friendship. Just because you call a fight doesn't mean that you like have ill will for the person yeah well i think marina got upset because she was sick one day and i kind of pressured her to be on this tv show and i I, she was i should have factored in like the fact she was sick and i kind of was like they came to me last minute and they were like we need this happening and then i sort of and i think maybe i could have been and i apologize for that i'm sorry marina if that really affected everything i i like you marina i think you're my friend or you were my friend but now you obviously don't want to talk to me so what am i gonna do you know, I like Marina. I think she's cool as shit. She was she was a good part of the show. Yeah. But you know, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You put it out there. You got. She's got to meet you halfway. What I mean. What I mean. Look, people. People under, don't understand that. Like this show has been fucking hard to to consistently do. It was me and Scott Epstein. Okay. Then me and Scott had a little falling out. I'm not gonna talk about why. Okay. We're 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 friendly now. So then I had. Then then it was then it was me and T Rex. Then Fox Sports brought us on. Then T-Rex wasn't showing up. Then he was showing up late. Then he was letting me know day of the show. Sorry, I can't make it. Then Marina came on because T-Rex wasn't there. One day, she came on. And then Marina loses. And then uh, she doesn't show up. Then Jake Ellenberger comes. Okay, they're in the thing. Jake loses. These doesn't show up. You try having a fucking job where people, they just don't show up. And then, you know, I understand that this is not a priority, but it is a priority to me. I'm trying to put out the best product. It's hard when my co-host, people say, maybe it's me. Maybe it is me. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe I'm so hard to fucking deal with. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, you think I'm hard to deal with? This is a, this is a really bad timing, but, uh. I'm really pissed off at you, and I'm, I'm never coming to this again. Thank you. And then, so then we get Greg Wilson, and then people are like, Greg's too fucking loud. But Greg is loud. He irritates the fuck out of me. The, la- the last three shows, he started by saying, uh, Adam, you're fat. That was one. Then he goes, you look like shit. And, and, then, and then in next, the last show, he goes, uh, what's wrong? You, uh, you look like you have AIDS. That, those are the last. I had to call him up yesterday and say, Greg, listen, man, the last three shows, this is the first minute you tell me I'm fat. I look like I have AIDS. I look like shit. I'm sorry, man. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I get emails all day long telling me what the fuck happened to your show. Get Greg off. I'm not getting Greg at least shows up. At least he's passionate about the show. Yeah. I mean, the other people look, I like Marina. She doesn't show up. Does she even tell me she's not showing up? No, she doesn't get back to me. Thanks, Marina. Thank you for your quitter. Okay. I'm not a fucking quitter. Everyone else. Greg, Jake Ellenberger. I understand you lose a fight. He fucking ghosts on me. And then, then you're, you're consistent. You and Bubba's consistent. Well, Bubba's late fucking. 40 minutes fucking late but he's consistently late he's consistently late okay but but Bubba's drives an hour to fucking come here and he's he at least is reliable everyone else yeah. I understand but like you try having a job where your coworkers just say fuck it uh, I'm not showing maybe I'm too fucking nice is what the problem is I'm a fucking doormat Seriously, it's because Kobe called that fucking MMA doormat podcast where people could just fucking walk on me, take a shit on me. Fucking why not? You know, it's just fucking annoying. I, 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 I try my hardest to have two fucking shows a week. Okay, Fox Sports fucking kicks us out of their fucking office for an hour while these other guys, I go to the Sideshow Network. I, I do my best. Everyone, when are you going to have video? I, look, I'm not a fucking videographer. I don't own the fucking internet. You don't think I want video? You don't, you don't think that this show would be better? If, I know. I fucking know. I'm waiting for everybody to fucking catch up. I get it. 
So it's me and Tyler now. We're having a fucking show. Anyway, what are we? What Everybody are we out there listening to this right now, tweet Adam and tell him how much you love the show, how much you appreciate his years, I, I, his years of work, dude. He's bringing you fight interviews with top guys like the champs, number one contenders, uh, small guys working their way up the ladder. He, Three he, years I've been doing this fucking show. Every and, and you know, you know who's promoting the show? Me. Who goes on the underground? Me. Who goes on Sherdog? Me. Who goes under Reddit? Me. I fucking promote it, okay? By myself. And then people fucking hit me up on the, on, hey man, good show, but you were kind of a dick to cat. I know, okay? <laughs> I know I was a dick to cat. I understand. I had two hours of sleep. Jack Jr., the comedian, doesn't drive at night because he has anxiety. So I have to fucking, dr- anyway. All right. <laughs> what? what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? So uh, the upcoming event. This the we're upcoming... gonna wait till Bubba gets here for that. No, we well, we're gonna. I don't know if Bubba's gonna. Bubba just quit. He just texted me <laughs> saying he quit. Bubba's not gonna be here. All right, Dosanjo Cerrone. Uh, I liked Donald Cerrone uh, in this fight. I know Dosanjo's won the first fight. Yeah. I feel that there's a lot of uh, uh, allegations that he took stuff, and I believe it. Sorry, that's my fucking opinion. I have no basis on proof. I'm not. I'm just saying what I've heard from fighters and I'm not accusing him, but this is what I've heard. Okay. From other fighters saying that he's on some stuff and with the strict testing guys are losing guys are losing hard. Yeah. So I like Cerrone. I don't think he's anything but fucking Budweiser and whatever the hell that's it. But I still think he's going to win this fight. You, I like Cerrone in this too. Uh, I, I, I like him to win. And just as a fan, I want to see him win. He's had a hard road. He's on a, what, an eight fight streak. Yeah. And I want he, him to win. Cause I want, I don't think Conor McGregor can win, make the weight anymore. And I want to see McGregor Cerrone. That would be the most epic shit talking. That would fucking, be a crazy fight. That would be amazing. And I think that's going to happen. I really do. And I would love to see it. Uh, that, and I, and I think the UFC wants that to happen too. I so, mean, Think about the fan. Think about the oh, American fans versus yeah. the Irish fans. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would be amazing. And yeah. I think Cerrone wins that fight. It's like uh, Budweiser versus Jameson. <laughs> I just think it'll be awesome. I, I think, honestly, uh, Irish fans are great when they're winning. They're funny. Yeah. But when they lose, I, I was like, dude, it was crazy. I was in Vegas last week and it was, it was uh, the, the rodeo finals. So it was all these guys walking around with cowboy outfits yeah. and then legitimate cowboys or people that are fans and then just drunk Irish people. And then they, you see what they did on the MGM Grand, how they, they, they hopped over the cage and started jumping on the, that tiger. Oh, uh, no, I didn't oh, see that. They were going crazy. So anyway, I think uh, Dos Anjos versus Overeem. Dos Anjos, Overeem, another guy who- uh, You mean Dos Santos. Dos Santos. Yeah, not Dos Anjos. Dos Santos. Although I think Dos Anjos, Overeem, we could fight good tight too. So uh, Junior Dos Santos, JDS, Overeem. I think JDS wins this. I like All-Star, but uh, although I've heard he's, he's at a good camp, I still think JDS wins this fight. You? Yeah, I like him. Uh, I, think, uh, I think he puts him to sleep, man. I think- uh, I think so too. I think Overeem is a bully. And I think that- when he knows he can bully somebody, he fucks them up. But when these people, I don't think you can bully Dos, Dos Santos. I don't. No. Uh, although, you know, Overeem looked great against Struve. I think that was his last fight. But yeah. Dos Santos isn't Struve. Um, Nate Diaz versus Michael Johnson. This fight, I'm very curious because Nate Diaz looks incredible. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him lately. I I haven't, and I, I wish I had because he's been out for a year, and I'm like, I don't know where what he's been up to. He came into this fight shredded. Uh, he's got a ten pack. He looks focused. Uh, but Michael Johnson is has been more active. And how do yeah. you bet against Michael Johnson lately? Um, 
Uh, although, you know, they gave that one fight to him, the, 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 the Darius fight, which I thought Michael Johnson won, even though the yeah. UFC paid him his bonus, which he said on the, which is damn cool, the UFC to do that. Very they don't cool. have to do that. Yeah. I mean, in the NFL, if your team loses by a bad call, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't give you your fucking, well, I don't know if they give you win bonus for NFL, but the, you know, yeah. they don't, whatever. So, uh, I think Nate Diaz, uh, I love Nate Diaz. I, I, I hung out with Nate Diaz. He could not have been nicer. I love the Diaz brothers. I love the way they fight. I think they're they're kind of crazy, but I think Michael Johnson gets this. I feel like he's got more tools, and I feel like he's going to push the pace. Uh, this and- is a tough one, though. Nate hits hard. And, I mean, you go to the ground, Diaz is better on the ground. Uh, striking? Better jujitsu, better wrestling? Better wrestling, Michael Johnson. Yeah. Better jujitsu, Diaz. Nate Diaz. Uh, long, limber... I mean, Michael Johnson is a guy who lost to um, the purse stealer. Uh, what's his name? The guy who uh, Reza Madadi beat oh, yeah, Michael yeah. Johnson. He, 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 I mean, but lately he's looked like unbeatable. Uh, or he's looked really good, at least. I don't know about unbeatable. Uh, fuck, I can't pick this fight. Um, if I had to pick, I probably would pick Johnson, based on the fact that he comes on our podcast. Nate Diaz doesn't. Although, uh, Nate Diaz is awesome. Like, I texted Nate Diaz. I'm like, hey, man, um, do you want to present an MMA award? He goes, fuck yeah, I want to win one. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even nominated, and he said yeah. he wants to win one. Like, I, just, I love Nate's spirit, and it, he does look fucking great. Although I do think the Diaz brothers both can benefit from a different camp. I think that they have a good camp with Caesar Gracie, but I think that they need different guys coming in. Although I heard Nate does train over a Team Alpha male from time to time, yeah. uh, which, is, which is good for him. Yeah. Uh, fuck, this is a tough one. He's got I mean, that. He's a minus 300. That was a good pick as far as, uh, as, far as picking the, uh, the favorite. Oh yeah, or plus three hundred. What is it? Plus three hundred? A hundred bucks? Is he, it where the favorite he, is minus or for plus? Uh, he's uh. So are you saying he's the underdog? He's the he? underdog. Three hundred. A hundred. If you if you if you bet three hundred, if you bet a hundred bucks on Nate Diaz, you win three hundred. Yeah. So. Um. No, that's that. I mean, if you're betting, that's good. Cause I, yeah, I could see him win it too. Cause he's got that boxing that frustrates people. He keeps people at range. If he can keep Michael Johnson at range, he could hurt him too. He yeah. could, he could hurt him. I mean, he could, he could stun him. Uh, mm. it's just Tough when you see a guy who's really active like that, and they they're staying busy, and you know they're like in shape, and they're they're having good camps, and then you have a guy that's been out for a year, like you wonder about ring rust. But you know the Diaz brothers train hard. They train. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the last fight, I mean, when he got the, his legs kicked out of him, yeah, against Dos Anjos, he looked terrible. But the, I don't think he, but uh, Johnson doesn't have the, the, more, the Muay Thai that Dos Anjos has. Uh, he's not, I don't think he can. I mean, he, he has good leg kicks, but he doesn't have, yeah, Dos Anjos. All right, Miles Jury, Charles Oliveira. I'm gonna go with Miles Jury, even though he, 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 he left that camp. I think that new camp he went to, I think with the power of MMA, I think Miles Jury wins this. Uh, I think Jury. Learned his lesson against um, Donald Cerrone. Uh, that was his first loss, but sometimes that first loss is the one you need. Yeah, and um, I think Miles wins this. You, I like Jerry too. I think because uh, he's he's been on a streak and he dropped a featherweight. Right, he's looking really good. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. I like him. CB Dalloway, Nate Marquardt. CB Dalloway all day long, based on Marquardt's last showing against Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, he looked terrible. Um, he also another guy who. Has been busted with some some supplements, so I like Dalloway in this fight. Dalloway looked good against Bisping. He has power. Um, I think Dalloway wins this fight. Sarah Kaufman against Valentina Shevchenko. I have no idea who the fuck Valentina Shevchenko is, but uh, so I'm picking Sarah Kaufman. You? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm kind of in the same boat, but Kaufman's tough, so. The Barn Cat versus Josh Damon. This is this is probably one of the tougher calls on this card. I just feel like uh, uh, Tamden's tough, um, and Josh is tough as well. I think Josh is on a three-fight streak. And, no, uh, he lost uh, his last fight. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, is it Tamden's on? Tamden's on three-fight streak. Okay. But Bellator against lower-level uh, against lower level opposition. But, I mean, he fought that one dude, uh, I think Brendan... Brennan Ward in Bellator yeah, yeah. and he knocked him the fuck out early. I mean, Tam's, I love that guy. He's a nerd from Binghamton, <laughs> tough dude. I'm picking Tamden in this fight. I like Josh Damon though. Uh, he's been on our show before. Uh, so I don't care who wins this fight. It's hard. It is hard. Like even the Danny Castillo, Nick Lentz fight, you know, that's a tough fight. Uh, I want Castillo to win. I like Lentz. Nick Lentz is a tough guy to pick against though. He's so damn tough. Yeah. Um, Castillo's on a skid right now. Like, this could be. This is like a winner go home fight for him. Yeah, I think probably. But he's he he moved to camp. He uh he went to Colorado with Dwayne Ludwig. He was also I think a deserter along with T.J. Dillashaw. But that that camp is good. They got I think they have Matt Brown there. Uh, that new Dillashaw thing. It's a good camp. Yeah. Um, and Cole Miller, Jim Allers, Cole Miller. You? Uh, I like Cole just because I hung out with him in in, uh, in Florida. That's exactly why I'm winning. I'm voting. And Leon Edwards against Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman wins the ultimate fighter and they put him on a prelim fight pass. What is this bullshit? Yeah. What is, what is this? What is this? What, I don't know. <laughs> how much I don't know how much is he getting too? I mean, I, I heard that Says Northcott got 40 and 40 for his last fight. Yeah, he he, t- he walked with 80 grand. 80 grand. Yeah. Which is going in his piggy bank. Seriously. <laughs> 80 grand. Why is he getting 80 grand? Uh, and why is Aljamain getting 19 and 19? Uh, I, he's got to have some deal with Fight Pass. The way he plugged, the way he plugged Fight Pass in his in his post fight speech. No, he wouldn't have plugged anything. This kid is is a. I'm telling you, I like the kid, but and I I don't blame him for taking whatever they want. But it is fucked up when a guy like Aljamain gets 19 and 19, and he's beating two top 10 guys. And a guy like Paige, who, who they, they picked this one dude off the street, it looked like the, the first guy he fought, the next guy, Fister, was one and one in the UFC. I mean, what are you, what are they, what's going on here? Why is he getting, I'd be so fucking pissed if I was in the UFC. Uh, if I was Kamaro Usman, who won the ultimate fighter and, and is, is buried, is buried. Yeah. I, I understand the kid's good looking. I understand he's young, but he's not what you think he is. He's not Ed Ruth, okay? He, he's he's not uh, the other kid from uh, the the other wrestler they got uh, that that Bubba hates that that kid. Uh, the fuck is his name? Because like he he went right to the Olympic Training Center. They're calling him the next big thing in wrestling. Someone texted to me, tweeted to me. If you're, you know you know what I'm talking about the kid that the, the Bellator signed. The, the, those are blue chippers. Yeah. This kid Page has a lot of holes. In fact, when he got taken down, they stood him up, which was such bullshit. Anyway. It just bothers me. Oh, but you know what? Comedy's not fair either. Yeah, I was just when I Nothing's saw that, fair. When I saw that he made eighty K uh for that fight, for that uh fight in his win, um, I was thinking about that in comedy because it's like uh you always get these people out here go, God, that guy's you know, that guy's not even funny. Uh and you go, or you know, like I'm sure there's people that say that he's not that great of a fighter. And that's the thing is that like a certain level, man, some of these factors, it's it, it's not just about the fighting or it's not just about the comedy, it's about you know the image and the salesmanship and the and the marketing and the promo and it sucks, but it is. Yeah, uh, but are, are people really running out to buy Sage Northcut? Honestly, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know it's funny. It's funny to talk about him, and you're like, this kid's ripped, and he's kind of a nerdy kind of looks like a virgin sort of. Oh, the wrestler kid. 
No, no, no. I'm not talking about the... Uh, no, but thank you, though. Uh, not Tyrell Fortune. The wrestling kid, Bellator signed Ed... Uh, what's the kid's name? Bellator, who's the kid? Uh, I forgot the kid's name. Bellator signed... He's this young... Aaron Pico is his name. Aaron Pico. They're calling him like one of the best wrestlers in the country. They signed him. I can understand a kid like that. It's, he's sort of a blue chip prospect. Yeah. But this kid Sage, I understand he does flips, you know, and he'd be great in Cirque du Soleil. But, <laughs> you know, the, I, I don't know. I, 40 and 40. What, what's going on? He, he's probably, he's got a great manager is what's going on. Forty minutes late. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Are we live right now? We are live right now. Man, I just got out of the longest meeting ever. Um, we, the commission meeting with you know all the commissioners around this way of Earth and Bellator, UFC, a bunch of other guys are talking about um, dehydration and and weight cutting and the process and the IV rules. Um, it's bullshit. First of all, the IV rules is nonsense. People are getting knocked out more because they're not able to rehydrate. The way they are, people are always going to cut weight. It's mm-hmm. just happened since the beginning of combat sports. Mm-hmm. You have an advantage if you're bigger in a smaller weight class, and people are going to need IVs. And now that there's not IVs, I think you're seeing guys like Kevin Lee getting knocked the fuck out. And if he was able to have an IV, he wouldn't. You agree? Yeah, I agree with a lot of things you said. I, you know, I had a bunch of different points on. You know, one, you're trying to change. You know what the weight is that people come in at. You know, so they 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 want to change dehydration. You know, it's for the future of you know the guys having bad kidneys and then suing them, suing the in organizations because they're on dialysis and stuff like that. So you know they have a big picture of things, but they're like, oh, it's about your health, it's about your health. Well, I you know my my thing was if it's about my health, then why are you taking the IVs? In, yeah. in a sense, you know. So the, I was being devil's advocate. Um, it was me and Josh Thompson there as a, as representatives of, of the fighters, but um, as far as there. Yeah, Forrest Griffin. I heard it because I did that UFC Christmas party last night, UFC gym. Okay, cool. I talked about that. Uh, you weren't here, but uh, now I, so I'm kidding. So Forrest was there. I, I wanted this whole rant about about it, and not yeah. about you, but about, about, yeah. about uh, so Forrest was there. Now I heard they were thinking about doing same day, next day weigh-ins. They're thinking about a lot of different things that I don't think us fighters are going to appreciate. And I and I tell them Talk, that. You right, know? So like like what? Um, they're thinking about you know dehydration tests, like you know when we go in to uh, do our blood tests and things like that. They're thinking about weighing us thin, giving us a fat test, giving, seeing how much body fat we have, and then saying what weight we are allowed to be. They do that at. college wrestling, right? Yeah, they do that. At NCAA's. They're trying to implement some of that. They're they're thinking about. Is that good? You think? Um, it, yeah, it has its good, its pros and its cons. You know, if, if you if you if you do it like that, if you do it every two or three months, then it then it works. But if you say, okay, this is January, you know, we're gonna test your body fat and tell you what year you can, you know, how much you can weigh during this year and what weight you can fight at during this year, I'm gonna take all of November and December to prepare for that test so I can be at what weight I wanna be at. Right. And then I'm gonna just take the rest of the year being at whatever weight I wanted to be at, basically what we do in college. We we all, season starts in August, August thirteenth is coming to to well, we got the dehydration test on August thirteenth back and leading up to it, June, July, I'm I'm cutting down weight and I'm hydrating up. I'm cutting down weight and I'm hydrating up. So then on the day of the dehydration test, I can be at a low weight but still pissing at a relatively clear level to where I can, you know. I mean, what would a guy like Roy Nelson be like? He he comes in, they go, you, you know, you're 47% body fat. Yeah, it would so, change for everyone. That's why. That's what the thing is. Then they're also talking about capping off, you know, what would like they do it at, um, in the boxing. You know, you weigh in at 145 and you come in at weight, you know, you... 
you can't be in the ring or in the cage the next day at 155. Really? They yeah. do that now well, in boxing? No, yeah. Well, they well they just kind of weigh you in twice. Um, I don't know if it really matters. Go ahead, Bo. Oh, I just I was going to say, like, I feel like uh, um, that whatever you set the rules are, uh, guys are going to figure it out and yep. they're going to play the game. Yep. So if you do weigh-ins the day of or you do, like, a, a hydration test, and it's not it's not cheating at all. It's just, yep. it's just if you adjust the rules, they're guys will figure their out. Methods. Exactly. Yeah, but I feel like if process. we do weigh-ins the day of, Guys are really going to get hurt because they're going to get be so sucked out that day. They're going to be weak. They're going to walk into the cage. They're mm-hmm. not going to be able to replenish. It's about the performance. And, and that, they don't see it that way. They see it and you change the weight, then you, they're going to change their process because, you know. I The double weigh-in, that's what Askren suggested when he had his fight. Um, yeah. Uh, it, 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 that, that was when the guy missed weight. Though. No, I know, but it, I understand his reasoning was like he wanted to say, okay, w- since we didn't make weigh, we'll do a weigh in the day of, but you can't weigh more than. And he, and he gave it quite a bit of leeway. It was like yeah. 190 or something, yeah. right? Or one, but the double yeah, weigh in. I, I remember that. The I double weigh in, I feel like, is a bad idea because then you're going to have people then cutting weight again. You're yeah. going to have yeah. people, they're going to eat, they're going to they're gonna gain 23 pounds, they're going to have to then cut three more pounds. After feeling full this, and yeah. feeling This is okay exactly and, what I'm know, saying. Is like whatever you set the rules are, that, guys are going to try to work yeah, it. They're going to work it. But not only that, you know, if you cap me off of what I can be, then now you're infringing upon my health because now you're infringing upon how much hydration I can get. You know, if you're going to say, oh, we're going the health route, we're going to be, it's all about the safety, well, then let me hydrate as much as I would like. So in a perfect world, Bubba Jenkins thinks that you should... In a perfect world... I think that you should leave things alone <laughs> and give us our IVs. But no, because they were saying, you know, uh, you know, you, sh- you can't go up to the next weight class. Well, it changes from 55 to 70. So that guy gets 15 pounds and we only get 10 down here. And then, the, you know, the 205 pounder gets 55 pounds, you know, so it changes. The, in but a perfect is, but, world, but Conor you McGregor, more weight But Conor McGregor classes. coming in 30 pounds heavier, which I heard he was. I don't know if he but, was. Is that an extreme advantage or just, hey, Well, the doctor body. that was there, um, I, I can't remember his name right now. He's at the, he going to have to forgive me. But the doctor that was there was saying, it's, there's no strategic advantage because you're now weaker. You're now you now are in um and you're now messing up the brain of how you are thinking. So you're you're at a disadvantage with how you protect yourself. You're at a disadvantage with you know your strength and your power. Uh, and he's saying that it's statistically proven. It's scientifically mapped out where these things are now affecting you at a certain amount. With your weight dropping to a certain amount of dehydration, now you are. What you think is, oh, I'm bigger and I'm stronger, is is, is that's not it. You, but you, I mean, a guy comes in 30 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me it's not an advantage, right? I mean, uh, to it me, is. It's an advantage. It is, but it's also a disadvantage if, he, is, if he's not thinking clearly. It's a disadvantage if he's weaker. It's a different advantage if he's slower. Does, yeah, does the, does the 30 pounds lower? Does the 30 pounds necessarily mean he's at 100%? Yeah. If he's just just thirty pounds, but he's right. at thirty 75%. pounds of bad, yeah. <laughs> um, so that changes things. But yeah. I think, but in a perfect world, like you said, I would add more weight. There would be a weight class before between forty five and fifty five. There'd be a weight class between every five pounds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think as the sport grows, that there is room to add maybe a few weight classes. Yeah. I think every five. I just don't know if there's enough. That's, that's a lot of fights. Depth. But but I think a lot of champions, a lot of fights, a lot of people going different ways. I think that's, going I think that's one of the if only they do viable... what they're planning on doing, they're gonna change the face of MMA completely. Clay Guys and T Bow will be fighting at two oh five. If they if they implement some of the things that they're planning on doing. Like they they were saying um also a uh weigh because weigh-ins we show up at five o'clock or four o'clock, depending on who you are, Bellator UFC, six o'clock weigh-ins on Thursday or Friday. Now they're saying seven AM weigh in starts. You can weigh in all day. So 7 a.m. weigh-in starts. If I show up at 7 a.m., 
I get on the scale, I'm four pounds over, I'll come back at nine. Now I'm dehydrating myself until nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, I come back there, I'm a pound over, I'll come back at 10.30. Oh, I'll just go to sleep and you know wake up later, I'll come back at four. Now you're talking about me dehydrating myself all day just to make that weight kind of thing. So, but you'd be doing that anyway, though, if it, if, if it was at nine o'clock. Yeah, right, I mean, I'd be doing that but, until five. My, right, but my whole <laughs> right. I mean, my whole oh, thing the is the night before if they make it at seven a.m. I, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah. I, I just think that okay, nobody has ever died from weight cutting in the UFC or Bellator. Actually, some guy died last week. They were telling us some guy in, in one UFC, right? Yeah, some guy in China died last week. Okay, did they know what? Did they know what happened? Did they explain? Um, they didn't get in the details. They still got the autopsy going out, but the main picture of it was dehydration. The the bottom line is dehydration. But I mean, but, but with 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 that being said, and and the lady Linda made a good point. She was like, you know, we're talking about the elite fighters, the Bellator guys, the 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 UFC guys, the guys that have nutritionists and people like that. What about Joe Schmo from Arkansas, who's you know cutting weight to get on you know feed his family for you know this a thousand dollar check, and he doesn't have the right people around him to tell him how much weight to cut and how much he can and what this is helping those people this is this is not helping those people i think you're about to go the route of no one in ufc and no one in bellator which are all the organizations that matter you know are are are, are people are dying so it's not a big problem but well, in the grand scheme it, it is a problem it's a big problem for a lot of different i mean i understand it like when i was in college my, my my year, two kids were jump roping in the 1997. shower. 1997. That's the year that, I wrestled in college. That dated you. What? <laughs> that dated you. Oh, whatever. All right. <laughs> listen, Bubba, we all can't be young, spry, fucking. All right. But listen, so two year, two kids died jump roping in the shower, wearing rubber suits with the heat on. And then they oh. did the, 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 the fat test. And then people were cheating that a little bit. Yeah, but I think that actually that helped. Time. That helped. Yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, the methods that they're going about it in the right way. But one of my biggest things was to make sure that I said, you know, and this is what I said to a room full of, you know, big wigs with suits on. And I'm over here in my, my you know, my jeans and my, my vans on. And I'm just like, hey, everyone has good points, but everyone in here has a job. You know, you're a doctor, you're a physician, you're a referee. John McCartney was there. You're this and you're that and you're a commissioner and you're, you know, everyone here has a job and you're all looking down upon the guys that are in the cage telling us what we are going to do about our job. Meanwhile, you're not implementing us on the way that you're about to change our lives. You're about to change the way that we feed our families. You're about to change the process in which we have done this for generations. You're about to change and overnight, you can't have this, you can't have this. You're about to change the culture in which we believe since we were 10 years old. Do you think fighters should vote on it? I think fighters should have a say. You know, before you guys give us, and and some fighters are going to say it like this, before you guys give us the lesser of two evils, whether you can't, you know, do this a certain amount of weight, you got to lead, you got to check our weights during the beginning of fight camp. You got to do this. You got to do that. Before you guys implement those things, at least let us have a pick of the lesser of two evils. (laughs) No, I understand. I, I, I totally see your point. Uh, you know, making all these rules against something that you, the IV ban was, I mean, you see more knockouts now. Uh, which no. is exactly what you didn't want to see. Right. The reason what I, I I would assume the reason was dehydration. Their biggest thing is dehydration and later down the road. But now you see people that were not getting knocked out before getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and the, that's that's not good. That's the, I mean you, you you can't tell me that that's that's a good thing. Right. The question when you in- implement some of these rules is um is is it going to prevent guys so like you ban, you do an IV ban the idea is that it makes it harder for guys to rehydrate and it might push them up a weight class, right? 
That's but the question is, does it that does that does that actually happen, or guys still try to make the weight, but they just have to? Uh, it didn't push anyone anywhere. Exactly. Right? If you see any, if you see the weight, if you see when the IV band happened in the weight class that the guys are fighting at, it's the same weight class. Why aren't the weight, classes, the weight class? The weight really. And, don't you think they should be one twenty five? All right, 135, 145, 155, 65, 75, 85. Why not just make it every 10 pounds? Like, why is there these huge cuts? Why I, is there 70 to 85 to 205? I understand. One day somebody made it that way, and that's the way it's been. Same thing with everyone cutting weight. One day somebody was like, you got to cut weight to do it right, to do it, to do it this way. And every wrestler and every guy has. From that from that culture has done it. You know, my I, uncles told me, my coaches told me, my dad. Baba, good uh, to see you guys. I forgot to tell you, man. It's always good seeing you, man. I was worried about you. Why? Uh, because we were saying how, like, I was, we were talking about our show. How, like, it started out me and this guy Scott, and then it was me and T Rex, and then it was like me and. Uh, as long as you'll have me, and you don't make it at twelve o'clock when I'm practicing, right. I'll be here. I'll, was, I'll be here. And then it was me and Marina, and then Marina, and Jake, and Jake left, and now Tyler and Greg, and you. So I, I feel like we have now the four. We have Tyler, you know, we have the fighter, and we have the comedians. A guy that we're calling right now is on a huge Bellator uh, win streak. He fought right after you, Brandon Gertz. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He is 18 and four, grew up in Minnesota. Uh, seems like a nice guy. Uh, has been uh, on a tear. His last fight, he just. I don't know. He's under new, it's like he was struggling a little bit at the beginning. He fought right after me. Yeah. It was quick. Was dude, it? Dude's got some power. Hello. Hello, is this Brandon Gertz? What's going on? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, and Tyler Bowe. How are you, man? I'm doing great, brother. How about you? Good. Congrats on your, your last win. You fought on the same card as Bubba. Uh, you, it was a, 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 a redemption. You fought Campos, who beat you earlier in your career, and you knocked the shit out of him. Uh, good work, man. Oh, well, thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, is it, was that how you saw the fight going? I definitely didn't see it going that quick, but I didn't see it going past the first round. That's for sure. Now, um, you, uh, I was actually uh, your your fight against Melvin Gallard, also another great fight. Uh, Melvin Gillard handpicked you. You took the fight on two weeks' notice, and then during the fight, you said, you shouldn't have picked me, bro, uh, during the fight as you were beating him, correct? Uh, yeah, it pretty much went down like that. I mean, I think it was like the third takedown I took him down, and he just said, in a funny way, he said, fuck you, man. And I was like, yep, you shouldn't have picked me, bro. <laughs> do, do you think that guys are, are were, were overlooking you for a while? Uh, you know, I think that, I think that could be a possibility. Like I said before, I mean, for a few, you know, in the beginning of my Bellator career, I was kind of going through the motions. You know, I wasn't really going out there for the kill, and uh, a lot has changed. You know, so I, I can see that. Now, it's, it's I was actually I was uh, doing my research about you, even though I pulled an all nighter, got wasted last night, still had found time to to to, <laughs> to uh, research you. Uh, you went to you grew up in Minnesota. You played hockey. And the wrestling coach, uh, your sophomore year, said, hey, man, why don't you join the wrestling team? You made the States senior year, but you lost first round. Uh, so you weren't the greatest wrestler, but you were a solid wrestler in Minnesota, correct? Yeah, yeah. Then you walked Definitely onto the college team, topic. right? Then you walked onto the college team? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean. Uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, there wasn't a lot of people knocking down my door at that time to 
to get down to college teams. <laughs> I mean, was now when now when when like you walk on, are people looking at you like, yeah, this guy's gonna make? Like they're all re- recruited, they're all probably state champs or guys that did are you, you know. Did you go to Minnesota? When he, uh, when what what on? what college did you go to? Uh, Minnesota State. Okay. Uh, so like when you walk in there, are people like, oh, this guy's gonna get his ass kicked, right? But then you ended up becoming an All-American, which is uh, which is pretty damn good, man. So, I mean, you you really must have had this, like, do you have this, like, thing in you where you're like, I'm going to prove everyone wrong? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always had a little fire, you know. You got to, I just always had a fire and had to keep going, you know. I mean, I was, I was still developing. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty damn awesome. I mean, walking onto a college, walking onto college wrestling is probably one of the hardest things. I see people do it all the time. And you're like, man, it, it's just you just you're walking into a room full of savages. So the fact that you did oh, it, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, by the time by the time I was at my last year, there was uh, there was nobody from my freshman class still there. You know, and that's how that's how wrestling goes. I mean, I know Bubba knows, but you'll get the, the year starts with forty people at the end with twenty. You know, you got you got people with Four state titles, best can't can't cut it. Wrestling, wrestling's hard. <laughs> wrestling's one of the toughest things ever. Yeah, like uh, people like me. Uh, <laughs> now, now, how much uh, how much Minnesota pussy did you get? <laughs> uh, I heard that correctly, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, I mean, because I know, but I, I, I love Minnesota chicks because they're like they're thick because it's cold a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but but they know how to treat their men, correct? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, now I'm in Colorado, so you know it's just as cold here right now. Nice. So. Are you uh, now? You're over over there. Um, you got you got a great team. Who are some of the guys you're uh, training with over at uh, Grudge Grudge Training Academy? Uh, I mean, well, Justin Gacy and Pat and Rose, those are some of my names. You know, that's, that's what I call our core right there. You know, just some of me and Justin are pretty much just go head to head a lot. But, uh, yeah, we got that. We got Justin Silas there. Uh, you know, we got a quality team. You know, it's a, it's a little different than, you know, teams I've been on in the past where you got, like, you know, 20 guys in the room and going through the same kind of practice every day. We do it a little bit different. But uh, I love that here, man. What's different about it? You know, we just kind of have, I wouldn't say focus on yourself, but, uh, you know, I have a lot of different individual workouts I do, not just, you know, go to a practice and work Kimuras or work whatever, you know, everybody at the same time is working. A lot of times I'm, I'm working on stuff, you know, only based on me. You know, I'm not just walking in the classroom, learning the guillotine shows or doing stuff like that every day. You know, so it's, it's getting a little chance to, you know, work on the stuff I need to do. Yeah, and you'll find, like, you know, with him having this reassurgence of him being great again, um, it, it's it's a lot of how you're working. You know, a lot of times when you go to, like, the ATTs or the Black Citizens and stuff like that, everyone's working like a classroom. But when you get that one-on-one time, like a tutor, you find that you get better much quicker. You start to, uh, you know, see the details of what you're doing and why you're doing it other than just, you know, everyone's doing this, so we're all going to do this. I, I don't, I'm not going to be triangling people and arm barbing people. I need to work on how to get up. Yeah. And, you should you know, be arm barring people. I'm, uh, my, really? One, my hips don't move that way. I got knee yeah. problems and shit like that. So <laughs> if you take right me down, exactly. if you take me down in my mind, it's not to lay on my back and try to arm bar while I'm getting beat the shit out of. My ideal is to get back up. You know what I mean? I've been a wrestler since but I was But shouldn't you have that in your arsenal? 
not not always. I mean, if if you take yeah. me down, if you take me down in the third period, yeah. what what's going to be the difference if we're all sweaty? I'm not going to be able to get an arm bar. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna maybe a triangle, but I mean I we work those things, but that's not gonna be a part of my game plan. That's but that's like, something. But that don't I you think know. like like for you especially though, Bubba, mm-hmm. like last fight you were in position to like when you had the guys back right. to, to finish oh, uh, I'm talking yes. I'm talking about specifically when I'm on my back. I shouldn't I I don't work offense from my back. I, I know offense from my back, but I don't work it like it's gonna be a part of my strategy. But when I take a guy's back and when I do I mean those are things that I definitely worked on that I did not implement during the fight. But along as we're talking about that fight, <laughs> I wanna know what's up with Gertz and how does he know his boy Jordan because he was all about Jordan. You know, he they they even oh, yeah. he, he even switched uh he switched rooms just so he can be with Brandon. Oh, really? Yeah. Gertz, what's going on with that? Why? Oh, yeah. How come you're fucking oh, with yeah. Bubba? Well, what happened here? My boy, man. Yeah. There ain't no fucking with nobody. <laughs> just, you got your boy. You got your boy, man. Right. How, do, how do you know? How do you know Parsons? I ain't know. I uh, we trained back in Minnesota for over a year together. Oh, so, okay. You know, yeah. I don't just I don't just turn my back on somebody. You know, that's my boy right there. You know, I got nothing against Bubba. You know, there's nothing to have to do with that, but you know, that's my boy. All right, fine. I ain't sitting there fucking with that. <laughs> you know, there ain't no, there ain't, there ain't no animosity between me and, and Bubba. If that's my boy, and that's you know, all right. The shit, if he's wrong or if he's right. That's my dude. <laughs> of course. That, yeah, well, I mean, this dude was calling out Bubba and talking all this shit about Bubba oh, uh, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. But it was a good, hey, it hey, was a solid hey, fight. Hey, George's a tough guy. Hey, yeah, he's a tough kid, but you know, he did what he had to do to get that upper fight. You right. know, you can't hit it. He brought himself into that. You know, Bubba's up there and he brought himself into a fight. He might have not got so that shit talking. It's very you good. Know? That's a very good, that's some Minnesota logic right there. Now, uh, who are you calling out next? Nah, I mean, I'm not, I ain't actually calling anybody up, but it better be, you know, I want somebody, again, that's supposed to beat me, you know, not a, not somebody down lower or somebody from a blast. Too. I'd love to have Thompson, you know, obviously with his name, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to blow through him real quick. Uh, you know, me and Chandler are a great matchup. Uh, I've also wanted to fight Marcin Held for a long time, which is good. I hate ankle lock. Now, do you? I mean, but hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's slow down for a little bit. So, you think you would blow through Josh Thompson? Yep. Uh, what round do you I think, think you'd beat him? I, well, I mean, it's hard to call a round, but I, I don't think he's going past one or two. Like you you're, know? you're I mean, knocking him tough, out. He's a tough. Yeah, he, I'm putting him out one way or another, man. He's getting dazed, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke him out or, or something, man. I just don't think, I don't think he can hang. What about Chandler? That's a lot of, lot of, lot of miles on the, lot of. I think Chandler's, Chandler's the toughest fight there is in, in the lightweight division. That's what I personally think. I look at Chandler as a mirror to me. You know, maybe I've looked at him as a, a more polished mirror than I've been. But uh, like I said, I've definitely been coming up here lately and, and really feeling my stride right now. I think that fight right there is is my toughest fight. You know, even over Will Brooks, I think I still think Chandler's the, the toughest guy in the division. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to make Chandler versus uh, Thompson. That they're trying to like, yeah. you know. So maybe, maybe if they put one of them against you, thinking that they're going to beat you, and you and you spoil everyone's party. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm I'm spoiling everybody's parties right now. I like it, man. Now I actually watched one of your fights where you got knocked out by a knee that I was like, holy yeah. shit! That Derek Anderson knee to your head. I uh, was. How did you come back from that? I mean, 
man, you, you gotta you gotta look at that bad boy in slow motion. That dude was going for a kick, and I was going for an overhand left, which I knew I should have never thrown on a seven foot tall man. But I threw it because I was feeling like I was invincible at that time because I had nothing. But if you watch that shit, he he, he wasn't going for a knee. He, he was going for his, his kick, and I was going for an overhand that hit him right underneath the chin because he's seven foot tall. And all my motion coming forward, because I was just slowing forward, he popped that. And I ain't making excuses, but what that, motherfucker didn't time no, <laughs> that motherfucker didn't time no knee. Well, his, he, he was throwing a kick. Well, his accidental knee... Uh, hit you hard, but now, but but you can't now now what? Because I luckily have not experienced that. Thank God. Uh, because <laughs> that's that that just seems like a really tough thing. Like when you when you get up, do you know where you are? No, man. It was, you know what? I think that's my easiest loss because I was going out there to get it my all. You know, it wasn't a loss like before where I was out there just pitter pattering around and I lost because I didn't try. I mean, I was going for it, you know. And you wake up. You wake up, it was kind of like a dream world, I'll tell you what, man. I woke up and I was like, why aren't we fighting? You know? Let's do it again. Round two, right? Right? Round two. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, what's going on, motherfuckers? You know? So (laughs) it didn't hurt. You know, I didn't, you know, that's why I came back strong after that. Because after that, it's like, there's nothing that can happen out there. You know, the, the hardest way to lose is if you don't try. You know? And I've had those losses and those are the toughest to swallow. Which ones did you not, which ones do not try? Well, Derek, Derek uh, Campos, the first one, time, you know, Camp, Campos, the one, you know, that, that was probably one of my worst losses right there. I just, I didn't do anything. I had a loss. My first loss against Elvis Robinson, I tapped before the choke even started just because I was being a pussy, you know, that's pretty much the bottom line. I didn't, I didn't have it in me. So a lot has changed, man. I, I know those, those losses are, are the worst. You may be the most honest fighter we've ever had on the show, man, and I uh, I really appreciate that, Brandon. That's uh, you 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 know most people they go they go yeah I lost because I I had a pulled hamstring or my my, my like leg or I I came in there with oh, with, with a fucking torn vagina, but uh, the fact that yeah. you, the fact that you're saying that really uh, shows that you you know you 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 had that and now look where you are now you know so all you quitters oh, out there it's not too late. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm always 100, man. Always 100. There ain't there ain't. If you if you ain't honest, man, just fuck yourself over. <laughs> I know. I like that. Now, are you getting some Colorado tail? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you with your tail, dude. I I I do okay, bro. I, I do okay. Nice. You know, I mean, I, I ain't complaining about life. Have you banged any Bellator ring girls? <laughs> Oh no no no! I have not done that. Oh. I've not done that. Mm-hmm. I see. I I look at that like that. You know, I wouldn't want to get get uh, denied in that. Then I would just feel defeated. <laughs> you know, if I came up there, I'm like, what? No, that got... won't work out for me. Nice. So, <laughs> and then you guys see them every other fight that you're on. You're like, you remember that time I denied you from my right. ass? Of course. <laughs> it's a hard, hard way in that bitch up there. And you're like, bitch, look at me. I'm jacked. Now, uh, now, 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 now uh, Bubba was talking about uh, the whole IV ban. Uh, now they're thinking about implementing same day weigh-ins, all kinds of other stuff. What weight do you walk around at? Man, right now I'm like, I'm like 64. Dude, I, I keep it lean, man. I don't, uh, I don't mess around. I'm, I'm always between around 65 to uh, 70. That's about 70 is about the highest I get. That's great. You know, I mean, 
I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't try to balloon up, you know, that's, uh, make, makes life a lot easier, you know, could I go 45? I probably could, but through that, man, I mean, I, like I said, I like to walk around lean and, uh, <laughs> make it, make it not a death on me. I've done that once in wrestling. I hated my life for a full year, you know? <laughs> yeah. Been no, there. Now listen, all right, well, Brandon, it was great talking to you, man. It was an honor to have you on the show. Uh, I see big things in your future. Uh, I'm going to post on Twitter that you said you're going to knock out Josh Thompson in one round. Uh, so hopefully that'll help. That'll, that'll hopefully get you the fight. Uh, all right, man. All uh, right. Uh, well, no, well, I appreciate you having me, guys. Anytime. Now, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, just on Twitter, Brandon, Brandon Gertz, MMA, man, or on Instagram. All right, cool. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Take care. Ah, uh, you see that fish. What did you think of uh, Mr. Gertz? It was cool, man. I mean, obviously we had, you know, we didn't have any animosity, but him being on Jordan's side pre-weigh in, I'm like, yo, this guy's a wrestler, and he's got, you know, he, he in the room with Jordan, so I looked at him funny, but, you know, obviously him knowing Jordan from back in the days, and, and I can understand that, so, right. no, I mean, he cleared that up for me. It wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't like it wasn't like I was losing sleep because Brandon, you know, was in Jordan's corner. But it did was like, yo, you're a wrestler. I know you from the wrestling world. I, you know, I I don't I don't know your credentials or anything like that. But I know of you as a wrestler. Right. Us wrestlers got to stick together, man. You yeah. over here getting with this pretty boy who didn't want to <laughs> wrestle. Yeah. You know, but you know now that I'm not mad at Jordan or anything like that. Me, I mean, I'm not saying me and Jordan are best of friends and we wouldn't go fishing or anything. But you know, there's no more animosity. The fights over it happened, and you know it was cool to hear Brandon's side of you know that's my boy. From you know, a, I've, yeah. been, I've been riding with homies since back in the day. They trained so in Minnesota. For why a would I? Yeah. Why would I now? You know, switch up because we did the same sport. So I understand that. But no, he's like you said, he was very very honest. You know, there's a lot. Of guys like you said won't tell you one what they walk away at you know i don't i'm not telling you what i walk around at <laughs> two there you know he's not going to tell you that you know he got choked out without being choked out <laughs> so that's a that's a hard thing to tell people because they start to you know start to think about oh you know he quits or he does this or he does that so for him to come out and knowing that he doesn't have any weaknesses anymore things have changed for him was really good to hear because those are a lot of fighters that change overnight you know it's mentally. also like it's also as a comic like you know, like I've been booed off stages before. I've bombed so hard before. I've eaten my dick plenty of times. So it's like, uh, people are like, are you scared to bomb? Yeah, bombing sucks. But but I know I've bombed before. Like right. this dude, no, he, he got knocked out cold. Right. So he's like, that's the worst thing that could have happened. You know, so it's not like he has to worry about that. Yeah, no, it's crazy to hear a fighter, though, say, uh, like, because he said, I, I got choked out, I tapped before I even got choked because I was being a pussy. It's like, dude, if you put in the time and the work to train and then and had the courage to get in the cage, like, at, like no, none of these guys are pussies, but, like, it's crazy to hear a guy say that. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I just... Yeah, well, like he said, sometimes it's just not in you. You'll get in the, you'll be leading up to the cage. You're like, yo, I got this. I'm ready to go. And you'll be eight minutes into it, and you're like, you know what? I'm looking for a way out. I hope I hope he kicks me in my ball so I can just. <laughs> Has it happened to you? No, it hasn't happened to me. But I can see it on people's faces, and I've actually heard other fighters say it. You know, just looking for a way out, hoping you know that they can. You know, I, I've something, seen people something drastic, a, a earthquake, and then the match stops. Oh, let's yeah. do it again next week. They want to restart. You know, I've seen people within thirty seconds of the fight. I'm like, look for a way out. Oh no, I or, or just go. This guy looks flat. No. Like it's just not his night. I, I knew that with Kevin when yeah. I was there. I was like, I was like, he looks flat. Like even though he, he, you know, he says it was the lead uppercut that lost him the fight. He threw a fucking lead uppercut and got caught. Mm -hmm. 
he, he didn't look as sharp as I've seen him look. Yeah, as fiery, know? as athletic, as popish. You know, he didn't he, he didn't have the pop that you normally see him. And so that with Wyman against Rockhold, mm-hmm. like that was not you. You just see it. You called you, it. You called it. But you just <laughs> you just see what you can see. It. I saw that with Chad Mendez. I went ten and two over those three days of MMA fights. You can see within twenty seconds of the fight if somebody really has it. Not even twenty seconds, but at least a minute. You're like, man, this guy doesn't. Yeah. Fuck, and then you can still but win. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, you can still win. Sometimes it's a it's a bad start. Sometimes you come out there and you get overwhelmed, and you're just like, oh man, I thought this guy was not as good. So then you got to bounce back. Some people are slow starters, you know. Some, right. Some people are actually playing the the strategic role of coming out calm and then later getting into it. Because I used to come out on fire at ten, trying to knock you out every punch I threw, and then I realized, you know, six minutes later, I am absolutely dying, and I'm hoping that I had knocked him out five minutes ago, but it didn't happen. So now I got to... I think Abel Trujillo has that problem. Yeah. you know, so Everything you, you, he throws is just has it's fucking... Bad instinct. So you got to think about, you know, strategically, people don't think that waiting and being patient is a war tactic, but it absolutely is. It's a part of a strategy. Sometimes doing nothing is doing something for the strategic placement of the fight. All right. So our next call, we are going to call Kylan Curran, who just got her first UFC win a beautiful Hawaiian girl who's actually a singer too. Uh, she just uh, she she lost to Paige Van Zant her first UFC fight. Uh, then she lost to Astro Girl, two fights she was winning, and uh, she just picked up her first win, uh, which uh, she looked really good actually. Um, You're talking about during the fight or early, earlier? She looks good. She looked good <laughs> during the fight. Um, Hello. Is this Kylan Curran? Hi, speaking. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, and Tyler Bowe. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. We were just, just talking about you last night. I actually ran into BJ Penn at the UFC Christmas party, UFC gym, and we and we actually talked about you, and he talked about how tough your sister is as well. Oh, yeah. Very. She just um, had, her and Toby had their first child. She just gave birth, like, maybe a few days ago, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess that that's yeah. a, that's a very tough thing to do. Give birth to a child. It uh, is. So yep. now, how are you? Now you just had your first UFC win. How good did that feel? Um, so really good. You know, just to get that win, and um, all my my past two fights at the UFC were I came close. So to finally just get that that win was it was an amazing feeling. Now Emily Kagan came out very, very tough. That was not an easy win for you. Uh, she came out just pressing forward, pressing forward, pressing forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you surprised at how, how much pressure she, she put on you? Um, not necessarily. I kind of knew that that's what she was going to do. I watched some tape on her fights, and I feel like every person that fights me watches what I'd like to do, and they don't want to give me any space. So I had a feeling that um, she was going to try and um, pressure me and just kind of like not let me get um, you know, in my distance because my stand up is probably better than hers. But um yeah, I I feel like she she did what she I thought she was gonna do and um I was just super patient. Maybe wasn't moving as much as I wanted to, but um I just was patient and then I ended up getting the submission. So that was Sick. Well, you look great because I was actually the first two fights was so frustrating because you were winning both of them, uh, especially the mm-hmm. second fight. You were you were killing Astro yeah. Girl, and then you got caught. Mm-hmm. You got and I was like, oh, I, I was I was so I was like I, I was so upset because you're a wrestler and you're hot and you're Hawaiian, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. I am, I am a fan. Uh, how frustrating was that knowing that you could have won those fights and it was just like last minute brain fart. 
Um, I feel like, or well, as of right now, I guess I I can't really complain because I took those and just kind of used them towards this fight. And uh, I guess after winning this one, it just kind of like covers up for that those last two fights. I guess absolutely. I mean, I know everything happens for a reason, you know, and like. Yeah, coming super close. I was bummed right after the fights, but, you know, I could have easily, easily just given up and not even wanted to, you know, I could have just been like, I don't want to fight anymore. What's going on? I'm losing. But, you know, I stuck in there, made sure that this last camp I had for this fight, that I had, that was that I was having fun and enjoying it and not like, you know, just not being negative. So I tried to be as, as um, positive as I could this whole camp and, you know, I knew eventually. I knew it was my time. I knew eventually that all the hard work that I was putting into it would pay off. Now we actually uh, asked the the audience for some questions. Uh, a couple questions okay. actually. They want to know why you're not training with that powerhouse gym with Max Holloway and all those people in Hawaii. First, oh, powerhouse. No, no, not powerhouse. Oh, I'm saying like, but like that, like really good gym. Oh, like this. Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking of moving back home to maybe uh, train with them. I just, um, I was going to, I've been thinking about it because before I moved to California, um, I was I was training there. So oh, I think okay. I made the move to California, train at rain, rain closed down and, um, and, you know, I've had good opportunities and stuff in California. I don't, I don't think that if I, I think that if I didn't go to California at the time that I did, I wouldn't you know, be in the UFC at the time that I was in it. Um, Cause that's when I met my manager when I moved up to Cali and, you know, I got me my first UFC contract. So I feel like, I feel like maybe soon will be a good time to maybe um, rekindle that Hawaiian team, you know, just yeah, with Russell Doan and, and all, all those guys. Surrounded. Yeah, yeah. 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 Be surrounded by all the Hawaiians because, you know, they're doing really good. And um, the only thing too is like, they don't really have any girls, but there's a few girls at home, but, I mean, training with the guys would be just as good because it's like the same thing, Cali. Like I train with guys most of the time. Now you said you want you you also want that rematch with Paige Van Zant, correct? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah I did. After watching um, her fight that night, it kind of like was clear to me. I, I mean, when I went into that fight, my first fight, I I for sure thought I had that one in the bag, but she's just so relentless with coming forward and putting pressure, and, and she's just ADD, like she doesn't ever get tired. So I feel like if, if I go into um, the next fight that we have a little bit more smarter, because honestly, I feel like I didn't, I, I don't think she deserved that TKO finish over me Right on the first time we fought. Um, I, it was a really it was a really fast call. I don't feel like the ref gave me enough time, which is unfortunate for me on my end. But I feel like if I can get another rematch with her, I could technically um, get the win the next time that we fight. Gotcha. Now, uh, also, um, uh, do you still have that boyfriend or no? Oh yes, I do. I do still have that boyfriend. Why? What's going now? How, how, how long is <laughs> this? Mean, why? I, I'm just saying. This what? is you're such. What are you? 21, 22? You've been dating this guy for like 10 years already. This is right. Yeah, What's, no, I'm 24. And how long has And how long you guys are going out for? But I've been I've been through a bunch of relationships, so I already know. Oh. I know what it's like. So. And how long? I found have my been, match. How long have you been with this guy? Um, we've been to, me and Keanu have been together for, for four years. Oh. oh. All right. Well, yeah, well. yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Good for yeah. you. Is uh is he is he Hawaiian too? 
Yes, he is. Oh well, good. That's good. At least you're keeping it in the in, yeah. the, in the family. Now, by the way, your um, your your music is is off the chain. Uh, you've been I I I, I heard yeah. your song you Frozen. Like I do. I liked it. Uh, it was not Frozen. You obviously didn't hear it. Oh, okay. No, I I, I heard some of it. I, I heard some of it. Let's put. Can we can we, can we play it? Uh, Kaylin Curran. Uh, uh, she has a song First of out. All, you gotta say my name correctly. All right, Kylie. I'm not the other boyfriend. I don't really care anymore. All right, no, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's, uh, I'm just, just kidding. Uh, Kylie Curran. Uh, yeah, you better be kidding. And now, what's the name of the song? Um, it's "Let It Go" by James. Biggs. Oh, "Let It Go," "Let It Go." I, I knew "Let It Go" frozen. That's why I said it. "Let It Go." By who? Yeah, yeah. By James mm-hmm. Vanderbeek? Um, James Day. <laughs> James, James J- I don't even know who that is. You're too old for me. Oh wow. <laughs> this is all right. By James Bay. Now you're now are you a, are you are you trying to be a singer? What's going on here? Oh, um, not necessarily. I think um when I got to Cali, Ryan knew that I could sing or found out that I could sing. Somehow he wanted me to like go audition for the voice and I was like, No way in heck that's happening. And then he kind of just bought some equipment and we were just playing around with it. And then he decided like, oh, I think it'd be really cool if we could like get, you know, get recorded and um, just, you know, get you videoed. This and is your manager telling you this? Yeah. Yeah. Slash coach. Now, do you walk so, out yeah. to, to, to your own songs? Oh, no. Why not? I, I haven't made any hardcore ones yet. Well, all right. I haven't made any songs yet. No, no Bubba, she just got the mixtape out. Dog. No, you Bubba's, gotta you gotta wait till yeah. she drops the album. No, Bubba, she, you're a rapper. Yeah, I'm still well, working on the why don't, why don't why don't you guys do some kind of a some collabo? Yeah, collaboration. Is that what you're working on? Yeah. Why not? Because I just met the girl. Yeah, right. she's hot Hawaiian chick <laughs> with tattoos all over her. her, her no, chest. I actually grew up in, uh, in Honolulu. So, uh, and people ask me what part. It was Honolulu, that part of it. I don't I don't yeah. really know the whole. Oh, island. Okay, so you're in town then. You're probably in town. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Honolulu area, yeah, that's yep. that's right. Yep, close nice. to the beach and stuff. But I got my own Polynesian tad, and you know, as far as my own walkout music, I, you know, I just like hearing other people do what they do. All right, so we're gonna play your song right now. Yeah. Why? I'm walking home and talking loads. Yeah. Uh. To seeing shows and evening clothes. You. you could really, you really think I'd walk out to this song? Yeah, come out to it, why not? Kind of a sad emo song. Yeah, getting drunk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh. <laughs> Staying up and waking up with you. Yeah, well, let's let's do this, baby. <laughs> sleeping at the edge, something we don't need. Get hold ready it, to fight, hold, baby. I feel hold, it. Hold it, baby. I'm in. Go to your knees. So come on, oh, let it go. <laughs> let it go, baby. Let it be. Fuck Why yeah. You be you. Be you. Be me. I'll be, you can be you. I'll be me. Everything that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Breeze. Like Why the breeze. Why do you be you? And I'll be me. And I'll I like it. I you like got a great it. voice, Kylan. Nice. Is that a, is that an ukulele in there or what? No, it's not. It's just like background music. You I have a, a uke. you got a great voice. You have a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> voice. I I just fell in love three Thank times. You. She got a lot of range. <laughs> you do. You. I mean, seriously. I I I think that your your manager is onto something. You should come up with a whole album. 
I would buy it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe soon. Do it. Still working on it. Still working on getting my voice back. Actually, you know, it's funny. I like got home, and I think just because of all like the changes in the, I don't know, and like the smoke in the casinos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, smoking Vegas, weed will do that to you. <laughs> smoking weed. Oh gosh. Do you smoke oh, weed or no? But anyways, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't well, anyways, next subject. No, you, that <laughs> yeah. honestly, you have a great voice. You're hot, and you could fight. Your manager, your manager should. Uh, should 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 uh, be on this because you have a great voice. The voice sounds like a perfect show for Thank you because they all start with their back to you, and if they don't pick you, you could just rear naked choke them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or just head kick that. them. Head kick them as well. Putting people to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well. well so, so who do you want to fight next? You want to fight Paige next? Who else? Um, I think a lot of people been saying Felice, but I don't know what she's been up to. Oh, she's been making movies and stuff. She's an actress now. Yeah. So that's good. But um, I don't know. I really don't know. It's like, I feel like every fight that the UFC gives me is a pretty, um, pretty like good fight and they know what they're doing. So, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily call out anybody. Paige is just kind of a necessity. It's something that I needed to do because I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like. So when are you now, do you live in, are you in a a good fight? Are, are you in Orange County now? Uh-huh. You in Orange County? Yeah, um, I'm. I'm staying in yeah, in San Clemente. Well, why don't you come join us in studio? When are you going to be in uh, LA sure. next? We would love to have you in studio. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, next time you're, I but mean, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna. Yeah, work. I'll let you know because I'll be back like in January, something like that. Well, you know what? We're doing yeah. um, we're doing a live podcast Monday, January fourth at the Improv. Why don't we have you down here and we'll have you perform? As well as be on the show, you could sing. You could <laughs> oh, sing. Maybe I don't be back yet. You could sing. Time. You could sing a song, and then and then a we'll interview. Fight song. I love yeah. it. I right. Who's in? This is my fight song. My song, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Kylan. Maybe, Kyle, maybe not. Well, listen, Kylan. Uh, you are a beautiful person. I love watching you fight. I'm so proud you got your win. Thank you. Uh, it Thank was, you. Me too. It, it was so nice that you were emotional. You started crying right when you got the win. And 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 uh, I I love Hawaiian girls. So if you know of any hot Hawaiian mm-hmm. friends, hook me up, okay? Seriously. <laughs> okay, enough, sounds good. Enough of this shit. Um, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> well, thank you. Just thank- let it go. You know. Exactly. Well, th- thank you so much, Kylan. You're welcome. You guys have a good one. Take care. She was a really good singer. She's adorable, right? Yeah, she's really good. Like you know, there's some people we play around with and joke with, but now she's she's got she's got lungs. I like her. Uh, now that interview was brought to you by Decipher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Everybody needs a personal coach. Call these people. One eight 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 seven three one coach. One eight 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 seven three one two six two two. I'm on that decipher movement right now. Really? Yeah, man. I, I since you've been promoting it, I've been. You know what? Maybe I should talk to them about my mental game plan. They've been helping you out. Yeah, man. Um, I actually talked to the guy um, Daniel Martin. Nice. Not too long ago, and Martinez actually. I love it, and uh, I, I like it. Really? I like it a lot. Fuck yeah! I saw you guys. And even you know. It, you can have amateurs that they can help, but I'm a professional ass beater, and they help me in so many ways. You're a Division One national champion. That's right. And a professional ass beater. So, a used code uh, roasted. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters out there, listen, guys. There's no reason you shouldn't be with tip a fighter. You're in there anyway, okay? 
And it's Tip of Fighter is a great way to get you some extra money. Listen, uh, there are tons of Tip of Fighter fighters out there. Let's throw them cash, give them money, show these fighters how much you appreciate them. I would be a total loser without fighting on my weekends, uh, but I have something to look forward to. So, uh, <laughs> so thank you. Uh, and as well as American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com. Thank you, Sean uh, Jacoby. Great guy. The best sports memorabilia, sign collectibles, and events. Now, the guy we're calling next. I believe is the next champion of the world. Okay, he was already a champion. I think he's a champion again. Frankie Edgar, one of my favorite fighters, one of my favorite people, just a classy dude. And uh, coming off a huge win, knocking out Chad Mendez. Jesus Christ, that was impressive. I mean, it was a, Frankie Edgar. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's me, Tyler Bow, and Bubba Jenkins. How are you, man? I'm good. How you guys doing? Well, we're doing great, man. We're not doing as good as you. Uh, <laughs> knocking out Chad Mendez in one round. Jesus Christ, man. That was impressive. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. I was, I was pumped for that one. I mean, pumped. I mean, did you see the fight going that way? No, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't expect it to put him away in one round. But, uh, yeah, you know, I thought, uh, I thought I'd grind him out or something. You know, it was, it was nice to, to walk away from uh, a fight like that for sure. And are you disappointed that you didn't get knocked out and come back and, and uh, fall down <laughs> 10 times uh, like you do in your fights? Yeah, and man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm used to them guts and glory fights. But uh, I'll take this one any day over that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure your family feels the same way. But that was, uh, that was unbelievable, man. And now I was, you know, I predicted, I predicted that you would win. I thought you would, you would grind them out kind of the same way you beat your eye a favor. But I was always I was nervous about Chad's right hand. I'm like, I hope he doesn't connect because I know how hard he hits. How concerned were you with that right hand? Uh, I mean, not overly concerned. Of course, it was something I knew uh, that was his biggest, probably his biggest tool and his most dangerous tool. And I wanted to avoid getting hit by it. But I mean, it's the name of the game. You know, I, I thought for sure at least I, I'd walk away with something. But I was lucky enough to. I don't think he hit me with any punches. It was unbelievable, and it was so it was so impressive. I, I was so proud of you, man, because I know how hard you work. Um, now we got to talk about Conor McGregor. What did you think of the McGregor Aldo fight? I mean, you, you got to be impressed with it. Um, you know, shit, thirteen seconds, man, put a guy like put 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 a guy like Aldo away like that. Uh, super super impressive. I don't think anybody expected that. Um, I mean, do you think? Uh, uh, there's all kinds of allegations of Aldo looking a little different, and you know that whole camp now. Nueva uh, Yon, what's it called? Nueva Ono. Uh, Nova Ono. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Nova uh, Ono. No, Nova Ono. Uh, do you think? What about like them not winning a fight since this new drug testing? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you really can't say nothing. It, it still don't matter. I mean, thirteen. You start to a steroids, don't mean you get knocked out in thirteen seconds. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's. You'd be like, oh, this guy didn't get the needle in 13 seconds. KO. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how his steroids work. If, if that's the case, a lot of dudes are gonna be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Now, Connor, uh, according to Diego Sanchez, which I guess you have to take with a, a, a grain of crack, but um, uh, according to according to Diego, uh, Connor came in 30 pounds heavier. You think that's true? Thirty? Ah, I mean, I know he cuts a lot of weight, so that would be what seventy-five. Yeah, one seventy-four. Um, he came in at. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be overly surprised. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Do you think he's going to uh, come back down know. to forty-five or no? I hope so. I hope so. I'm definitely poking a bear. You know, uh, 
Uh, I, I think on the fight he needs he needs to add before he goes up. I mean, he only won. He didn't defend it yet. Uh, you know, he just got here. He, he's going too fast. It's not your belt until you defend it. That's what they say about champions. It ain't yours until you defend it. Now, now exactly. You know, I, I feel the same. I feel the same. Now, how do you see that fight coming off? I mean, obviously, you got to respect Conor's power. I mean, because I think I think Aldo didn't respect his power, and we saw what happened. Uh, do you, do you see it being uh, you staying away, going in for double legs, taking him down, kind of a five round grind it out, beat him up type thing, or how do you see that see that like the fight going? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, of course you got to respect his power. I mean, I fought big guys at fifty five. Uh, you know, I, I would mix it up like I always do. I think my foot works better than anybody he's fought, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it would be five rounds. I think I, I, I wear him out before that. So you would knock out Connor in one round? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I knock out Connor in one round. I'm, uh, I don't know if I'd be the guy to ever ever be like that. Pick pick pick, uh, pick that up. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think I grind him out, especially on the ground. That uh, you know, I mean, you seen what Chad did to him in those first first rounds before he got tired. I mean, Chad was. Chad was tired in that first round. Never mind the second. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was able to he was able to have his way with him. So I, I think uh, I think I'd be able to duplicate that without getting tired. Now I heard a rumor that they called your camp and said, "Hey, we might have a fight against McGregor. Uh, how's Frankie looking?" And someone said, "Frankie's in great shape." And then and then they never called you guys back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did that happen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they asked if I'd fight him, and of course, I 100 percent said yes. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought I was like, all right, we get maybe we get it here, and then never never got called back for. But did you guys did you guys say Frankie's in great shape? Uh, and I'm they're... sure I'm sure my manager did though. I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, all right, all right. A little a little uh, detective work here. We gotta <laughs> we gotta look into this, man. Yeah, confirmation on that. Yes. Now, uh, now Frankie, I mean, I'm such a big fan, dude. I, obviously, uh, when you came to my comedy show, it was one of the highlights of my career. You and your beautiful wife and your friend. You did say you were gonna bring friends from New Jersey to put out. None of them came. Uh, <laughs> so I do gotta call you on that. Uh, but um, so I mean. Now what? Now what happens? So you knock out Chad Mendez in one night, uh, in one round. Do you go out with your wife afterwards? Do you have a party? What do you do the rest of the weekend? Yeah, I went out with some friends. I went out with some friends. Uh, 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 we went out to the club a little bit. You know, nothing crazy. What, what was My your drink? Was what was your too. drink of choice? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, I, was drinking, I was drinking. I was drinking some. I was drinking some Red Bull vodka, and I was I was pretty tired. I wanted to go to bed, so I just, I needed some Red Bull to keep me up a little bit. <laughs> he said, "Oh man, like the choices <laughs> that Henny got to me." <laughs> Did you get completely wasted that night or no? Uh, I had, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I, I was, was on one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it ended up being a, a, longer than it should have been. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. Now, now the last time Connor fought, you rushed the cage, and you're like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." I was there. It was pretty cool. Uh, this time you didn't do that. How come? Yeah, uh, I, I, I was. I, I did walk up to the cage. I, I, someone from the UFC brought me up to the cage, and then as I'm walked, I was about to walk up the steps. Dan is like, "Nah, you're not going in." You know? <laughs> oh, I'm really? Like, All right. Yeah, yeah. Ah, he said. Uh, I, I thought they were going to introduce me, you know, me and him next. That's when, I mean, some dude from the UFC brought me up there. And then, uh, you know, Danny came down shaking his head saying, they don't know what Connor's going to do. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, do you think yeah. Aldo deserves a rematch or no? 
Uh, I mean, you know, um, uh, of course, someone like that deserves it, but you know, the way he lost, I mean, uh, I think he maybe should take some time and I'll uh, I'll scoop up McGregor. <laughs> me and Al, me, me and Al both get after it again. But I don't know, you know, it's up to me. I'm definitely I'm, I'm worried about myself. That, that's what I'm worried about. So I hope I get that shot. Cause I'm definitely going to do the beat him. Now, if Aldo goes to 55, I mean, if, if McGregor goes 55 and fights Cerrone next, if Cerrone beats Dos Anjos or whoever wins that fight, do you fight Max Holloway for the title? I, don't, I have no idea, honestly. I don't know. I mean, I know McGregor's talking about he wants to defend both belts. I don't know if UFC will allow that. Um, but I'm assuming if he vacates the belt, I, I mean, Holloway's, they're talking about maybe, maybe Aldo for the belt or Holloway, I guess. Now, what about fighting Bubba Jenkins for uh, a Bellator UFC fight, uh, where you guys <laughs> determine, where you guys determine the Intercontinental uh, Subcommittee belt, where it's like you got the belt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make half the purse he makes. I'll be down for that. Shit, this dude's yeah, getting yeah. paid. Have you, ever, have you ever trained with Frankie uh, before? No, I never trained with him. Um, actually, it was my my mom and my uncle. They have the same birthday; they're a year apart, and um, we were actually in New York for the um. Bones Jones versus Chell Sonnen fight the day of my mom's birthday, and I, I promised my mom I'd you know take him take him around New York and all that good stuff. And we actually went up to Frankie's gym, and Frankie was in there training. And my aunt was just you know obviously my my uncle's wife um, had picked against you in one of the fights. Um, I, I can't remember what a fight it was. And she she told me to never tell you, but I'm doing it anyway. And uh, she picked against you in one of the fights. She said you're now her favorite fighter because that fight she picked against you and you won. And she thought she was gonna win. Uh, the other guy was going to win. You obviously bounced up 10 times and you came back. And um, when she, when we walked into the gym, she was just like, don't, don't tell him I ever said that. Don't say, that. Don't say that. he's my favorite fighter. He's my favorite guy. You think we can get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, of course. Frankie's a good guy. He's, he's good people. And I, I knew Gregor Gillespie at the time who you were training with. So, you know, we got the picture on and uh, she was like, I was just so nervous because I didn't want him to see on my face that I picked against him. Kind of thing. So, but no, it was cool, man. We actually got to hang out with him and then we went to the fights later that night. But um, yeah, Frankie's a stand-up guy and uh, I watched him train and, and, and man, if I had some gloves, some, some shin guards, some something, I would just be like, ah, oh, let me just get in. Let me just yeah, yeah. feel some of this greatness. You know what I mean? But I, uh, you know, I was there in regular clothes, and it was just, uh, you know, amazing to watch. Getting That's to watch awesome. a champ like that is is a bucket list thing. Uh, make, just make sure your aunt picks me when we do this UFC belt. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll make sure I tell her. Now, now, Frankie, how? Um, now I don't understand. Like you're getting better. Uh, most people when they hit forty, they get worse. Uh, how are you able to get better uh, at such a an old age? No, I'm kidding. Hold up, man. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what are you? What are you? You're, what, you're, you're like 36, right? 37? Nah, nah, 34. 34. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, but you're 34, but you're getting better. You are getting better. You're, yeah, you're hitting your I peak am. now. I, you know, I, 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 I was staying in the gym, dude. I really don't have hobbies, you know? I got my crazy ass kids, and then I work out a lot, and I'll be back in the gym on Monday, ready to go. Are you, are you still working out with the, with the uh, Rutgers wrestling team? Yeah, I did. I did, a whole, I did a whole lot for this camp. I was up there a lot, man. They're doing. They're having a great year too, man. They broke top ten this year. They're number nine in the country. They're doing great. Now, how do you do? I mean, do you ever get taken down in wrestling practice by these college kids? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I don't wrestle much, man. You know, like my wrestling is uh, my MMA wrestling is different than I think they're different sports in a way. But I just love being in that room, man. It's uh, time there. It's, the practices are hard. 
got these twenty year old kids trying trying to get after me. It's, it's the best. <laughs> best yeah, because they're probably like, man, I, I, you know, to them, I just took down the UFC champion, the, the Frankie Edgar. You know, to you, it's just some fucking college kid that, like, you know, is a tough yeah. college kid. But that's got to be like, I mean, but that that that's that's got to be great, right? I mean, you're not. Gonna, I mean, that just desire to be in that wrestling room. Do you miss it, Bubba? Being in a, a absolutely. Is there's nothing like having that. You know that after practice, you got your shirt all pulled down and. You know, you're all sweating and you feel the grind from your from your wrist to your shoulders. You just feel that that manliness. You feel like you just done something. Like you just chopped some wood. You're about to go build a damn fire. I mean, you get you get that feeling of man, I just grinded it out. And there's nothing like, oh, you know, embrace the grind, embrace you wanna embrace a grind, go to a, a, a D one college practice. It makes you feel like yeah. you've done something in life. It, it's a definite uh feeling of oh yeah. Yeah, you know how people run run a marathon. You run up a mountain. You go to a wrestling practice. You feel that achievement. You just, you know, I, I survived, kind of thing. It, it's a. It's you know a what's good crazy? Feeling. I went to the ASU wrestling practice, and mm-hmm. uh, the guy that beat Ben Askren twice, who's the coach mm-hmm. now, what's his name? Oh man, I know you're talking about. I can't. I can't. The light skin guy, black light guy. skin, black. Yeah, I know you're talking. But about. they were teaching the same moves that I was teaching in middle school. A little better. It's about yeah. Chris Pendleton. Right? Yeah, Pendleton. Chris Pendleton. Yes, Chris Pendleton, Pendleton was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Zeke Jones were coaching the team. Yeah. And because I, I, I still coach middle school team, and I'm like. They're teaching like I mean they're teaching basic uh, tight waist fundamentals. Arm chops. It's the they're, fundamentals. Baby. It works. Basics wins, man. Basics yeah. win. It's the fundamentals. Now, what do you think, Frankie? Because you're kind of a hard nose. You know, you're a great boxer now. You're a great wrestler. Uh, but what do you think of this whole new capoeira movement thing in MMA? Is this is this nonsense or is this really gonna you know be the, the, the like the, the uh, new thing? Uh, I mean, I, who, who does this? I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> this Conor McGregor thing. I mean, the, do you think? Oh, oh with the stick, the, the, the stick, his little staff. Well, it just seems, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it seems like 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 that kid Sage Northcutt is now doing triple Lindens after his fights. Oh uh, man, yeah, he's just, just he's a super athlete. That kid. I don't know, man. Whatever works for you, you know. I think I think there's gonna be a lot of different stuff. Like you know, people meditating, people doing this, whatever, whatever gets you up and gets you going, it will work if if you believe it. I'm old school though, you know. So, yeah, I'm fucking 34, man. I, mean, I got I have no choice but to be old school, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. Of he course. bob and weaves and moves that feet. That's but, all. By the way, I saw I saw Adam yesterday. I did the uh, UFC gym Christmas party, and uh, Adam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I told I told him, man. I told him you were gonna be good. Oh, uh, it was fun. It was it was crazy. It was insane, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I, I did a lot of BJ Penn jokes. Um, to, <laughs> to BJ Penn. So uh, <laughs> I said, I said he gassed out while accepting the award. He he like walked up the stage and he, he gassed out. He was he was he was really cool. And then so was Matthews. Um, so cool. Yeah. So uh, so Frankie. So your next. So what do you think, man? UFC at the Garden in April. Is that is is, is that the that'd one you want to fight on? That that I mean that'd be that'd be amazing. There's plenty of Irish people there in New York City. East Coast, first time at the Garden. Come on, Connor's got to love that one too. So you, McGregor, at the Garden, UFC in April. That's what you want. You know he wants to bring it back to Dublin, though. Yeah, of course. You know, you, yeah. I'll do, I'll do, I will do it in his backyard, too, wherever. <laughs> I don't care. You'll Anywhere go to Dublin. I will go to Dublin. So, Frank, so I'm going to put Frankie Edgar. I'll go to Dublin to kick his ass. That, that'll be the head of, this, of the, the thing. That, that's good to go. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Print it. Print it. Well, Frankie, man, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, 
Uh, I'm, I'm like your biggest fan, and uh, I look up to you so much. And uh, keep doing what you do, man. Thank you. Adam, thanks, bro. No problem. Thanks, guys. Bubba, be good, man. All right, my man. Be safe. Be blessed. Right. I'll talk to you later. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. That was, uh, that was Frankie Edgar. The champ. What a great guy. Amazing dude, man. You know, you think that you see these guys on TV and they're hardcore and they're this and they're that and they look intense. And you talk to Frankie, he's just your everyday chill. You, you won't meet a guy, you know, more down to earth that can rip your head off. I, I text the guy, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Three days after he wins. Sure, man, no problem. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, a lot of guys are not texting me back. Whoa, whoa, bro. Uh, hint, hint. You got to get in line. Uh, that, or talk to my manager, or talk to my agent, or sorry, man. Like, dude, I'll get back to you in four years. Uh, yeah. Like, like this dude is just like, fuck, I got time for you. I don't know how you don't like Frankie Edgar. Honestly. Like, seriously. Uh, watch, watch, you find out he's like an ISIS now. No, but, 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 but I'm saying, I mean, he's such a such a good dude. Such a good dude. He uh, talks New York, you know. You can feel that New York, New Jersey on him. Like, you yeah. don't even got to know him. You talk to him one time, you're like, oh, you're a New Yorker, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope yeah. he beats Conor McGregor, man. Uh, that fight I can pick. I can pick Frank. I couldn't pick Frankie versus Chad Mendes. I couldn't. Really? Yeah, well, because I know them both. I like them both. They're pretty cool guys, you know, and it's a hard stylistic matchup to pick, you know. Either one can have their day for whatever reason. Connor versus Frankie, I can pick because I don't know Connor. I, I like Frankie. I think the wrestling, he can duplicate what Mendez did. He's got a gas tank. It's not going to knock out. He's not going to be foolish. He's got good movement. Yeah, gets yeah. Connor's movement. So there's a lot of reasons why I could pick Frankie for that fight. That would be I, so amazing, man, if he gets the belt back. Because, I mean, first of all, even losing the belt to Ben Henderson, I thought he won the Ben Henderson second fight. Uh, you know, and then and then he, the Aldo fight was close. It was his first fight. I mean, it was a very close fight. You you could you could almost say he won that fight too. Do like, they call you a three time world champion? Like when if you lose if you win the belt, then you lose the belt. Change your weight class, you win the belt. Now you are now a two time world. Yeah. Champion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, like I hope I hope they make that fight. I think he's earned it. I think he deserves it. Give Aldo some time off. He fights McGregor. That that's that's a crazy fight. And like you said, they could do it in the Garden. They could do it in Dublin. Yeah. yeah, so you're not going to talk shit for the inner the inner uh, uh, league belt, you versus Frankie. <laughs> no, I'm not. On, I'm not on Frankie's level yet. <laughs> what? It, what? One if, day, man, you'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I think I need it. I mean, I'm not going to be cocky and be like, oh, I need I need a year and I'll be as good as Frankie Edgar. No, that's definitely not true. You know what I mean? Uh, eventually, one day I, I will be as good, if not try to be better. Than you have Frankie. all the potential. Yeah. to to be but as good as anybody. as far as him coming off a, a Chapman that's first round knockout. And then to be like, yeah, fight me for the for the stop inter, it. The inter, the let's, let's be serious, guys. Stop it. <laughs> I would have all kinds of hate on our on, our, on my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, boy, you think you could take Frankie? Uh, yeah, yeah, baby, you suck. Uh. Here's my crazy prediction: 2016, McGregor goes up, fights uh, the winner. Uh, let's say Cerrone wins it. McGregor fights him, gets 155. Frankie goes back up to 55, beats McGregor. He's the 55 world champ. <laughs> that's my crazy prediction for 2016. You think that's gonna happen? I'm just talking <laughs> shit. Or, 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 or how about this prediction? He uh, he goes up, he gets beat by uh, Cerrone, goes back down, gets beat by Edgar, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then retires, <laughs> and, then, and then retires. Never to and fight. Then, and, then, and then fights Liz Murphy. And, or, I like uh, Cowboy, but I don't think he's gonna beat um, Young Boy. Really? Dos yeah, Dos Anjos. Really? Yeah. Yo, I trained with Dos Anjos. <sighs> how long Dude's ago? An animal. This is post steroids. <laughs> oh, posters. So after, uh, yeah, after everybody's come off whatever they. You were yeah, oh, you trained them recently. Yeah. Well, it depends on how post steroids it was, but 
I trained with him around the time that he won the belt. Yeah. So is that post or pre? Well, uh, he, I think he was still probably peaking. He was in his steroid peak <laughs> at that point. If he was on steroids, this is all but, allegations yes. that I've heard from other fighters. Allegedly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Cerrone no, he was stronger than Ox. He, he, he rebounded quickly. All, everything, everything after we just talked about steroids isn't going to help what I'm about to say. But he comes back quickly. He goes forever. He's super strong. He's actually pretty smart. I mean, I'm not going to say actually because a lot of people don't know if you are, if you aren't. Uh, and it's not like I can say actually because he doesn't look smart, you know. But to, you know, lots of people don't consider fighters are smart or not smart or strategic or not strategic. He's pretty strategic in what he does. And he's smart about, you know, how he trains and how he fights. And, you know, I, 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 got, I got the Brazilian in this one. So uh, January 4th, by the way. From four to six. Yeah, thanks for telling me. Four to six. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. We're having a live in front of an audience downstairs at the Improv. Are you in? I'm in. Are you in? I will be in Portland, Oregon. That All week. right, but you're in. January 4th. January 4th. What downstairs. day is that? So people that live in LA, it's a Monday. If you want to watch an MMA Roasted podcast live with six. me, Bubba, and Greg Wilson, because uh, Tyler can't be here, um, we're going to have them a couple times a month now. Uh, yeah, okay? I wish I could make so it. So you want to come down live? It's free. Look at us. We're going to be serving drinks. Okay? Uh-oh. Uh, it's, a it's happy hour. You can have food. Okay? Are you going to drink? Uh, no, I'm not going to drink. I was gonna, that's a different kind of podcast. Uh, but you, <laughs> you can come and you can see meet me, Bubba Jenkins. Okay, uh, NCAA champion, Bellator, upcom- future champion, future legend, right here. So tell all your friends to come. Right now we have uh, uh, a couple reservations. Okay, but um, but <laughs> seats I've, are filling fast. <laughs> it just will sell out. <laughs> well, it's not in the big room. It's a small room. It's at the Improv Lab. So it will either, sell out. So it might actually sell out. It's at the Improv Lab. Uh, I think there's like four uh, seats. No, but no, you could add, but I'm telling you, so you can come watch the podcast live. No, it should be fun. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll bring my good jokes for this one. Bring your good jokes. You could bring your wife. Uh, it, was, it was good seeing your kid here last week. Yeah, man. Only reason why I don't bring him all the time is because he, he'll get rowdy and then, you know, you'll hear him on the podcast. I like how you said shoot a double leg and he went right for Greg, Greg Wilson. He yes. didn't even go well, for me. He knows how to pick his battles. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Aljamain did a great job. Uh, uh, helping the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? She showed a good single leg. I was like, and so I always stuff. go for a single leg where I step to the right, get him to step with his right, shoot with, shoot with the left. Yes. Yeah, where he had arm drag, shoot with your right. Yeah. Uh, which I, I like better, it's actually. Different style. It's different quicker. St- quicker, yeah, yeah. you're shooting with the leg, that's for it. Yeah. What, 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 what did you like? Uh, I liked it all. I, you know, I, I, I'll go either way. I make, you know, I make concessions to whoever I'm fighting. I mean, whoever I'm wrestling. You know, right. you, you move a certain way, then I'll start to pick a style that beats that. Now, has anybody called you out recently? In wrestling? No, in fighting. Nah, man. Really? Nobody calls me out. Ain't nobody trying to do the stanky leg. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to do the hotline blink dance. You know, people were actually break doing dancing that, in there. making memes of Jordan yeah. after you kicked him doing the stanky leg, but I didn't I got a couple him. of them saved on my phone. Yeah. And I and obviously, you know, after after a fight like that, to show class, you just don't, you just don't, I don't. Re- Same me. Know. I was like, you know, he, he, the kid lost. Yeah. It was a good fight. I ain't trying to be, I ain't trying to talk trash to somebody, then lose, and then hear about it for your next week, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you got to treat people how you want to be treated. So to me, it was like, you know, he sent me a message on Facebook, which was pretty cool, pretty classy of him. I, I tweeted out, you know, good fight. You know, later down the road, basically his message on Facebook was, you know, I, I, I thought you were less than you were. See you later. You know, just see you later, man. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was, is it a backhanded compliment? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a backhanded compliment. No, I mean, I saved it. I used it as motivation. You know, whether sometimes wrestling fighters can be delusional whatever which way they want to be right. in a sense. You know, right now, it was a compliment. Maybe later down the line, 2017, he goes to fight me again. I'll reread it and I'll be like, you know what? He was coming at me sideways. Son. He was trying to throw some shade and I could, I could twist it then, you know? <laughs> he, he basically admitted that he underestimated. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah but I in, in a nice sweet way of saying that. I'll see you again and beat you next time is what he's saying. It was, it was, yeah, you, if you can read see, it, it was a little bit along those lines. Like, you I don't know. know. I, I, I don't know if I'm I did really, the wrong game plan. <laughs> you can take it for whatever you want it to be. Uh, yeah, I think but that's kind of fucked up. I saved it. I got the memes. So whenever he comes back yeah. and talks to the <laughs> yeah. trash, I'm, uh, I got yeah. I got memes for yeah. days. I probably yeah. got ten different memes that my boy sent yeah. me. You I, know, I texted that they him made. too, by the way. That yeah. picture is worth. I, I texted him too. I said, "Hey man, what were you saying?" Sorry. Oh, just a picture's worth a thousand words. So he says something snarky it, to you, just Instagram yeah. that yep. shit. <laughs> I get 500 likes on you and doing what? a stanky leg. And what? Uh-huh. I texted him too. I said, hey man, you, you're a good fighter and you have a, a really big future. Yeah. You know, which nice I thought, stuff. you know, because I was like, I'm obviously on Team Bubba, but yeah. you won, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and that's and that's it. It's, it's over. It's over. Uh, it's- a lot of people make it seem like you're supposed to have that confrontation before the fight and then live that life after the fight when people don't realize half of it, half of it, not all of it, half of it was to sell the fight. The other half is because I really, I mean, the other one third of it was because I didn't like them at the time. And then the rest of it is we're fighters. We have to build up something in our head that makes us want to bite down on the mouthpiece and go get it. A lot of times, if you just think of it as a sport, you're going to lose because this guy ain't playing a sport. This guy is fighting. I think that's why people (laughs) don't like Rhonda because after she wins against Misha, she didn't shake the girl's hand. Yeah. Uh, well, on, on well there's there's times that I would actually do that though. So so when I when I did beat and when we did beat and we were there with our hands, you know, and um and Herzog's hand, uh, wrist, you know, he he's about to hold up the winner and stuff like that. Um, I thought I heard him say something snotty, and I said, "What?" You know, he's like, you know, good fight, much respect. But at that point in time. I'm the winner, so you know I, I'm not going to come at you. But if I win and we had this whole different, you know, opinion about who was what during there, and I still don't like you after the fight, then I'm not going to be phony and fake and act like I like you. Whether it, yeah, whether but it's shaking someone's hand and saying, "Look, we're both." If they pulled it out there, yes, like the way me, the way Misha and Ronda went down, that was bad on Ronda's part. Yes, I I lost. I shake your hand. You know, she can feel whatever kind of way. But if you come at me and I just won. I'm not going to act like, you know, I'm supposed to be phony. No, of course. No, I'm definitely going to be the guy that you knew I was and the dick that I can be. Right. And everybody can have that. Ah, nah, 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 I just beat you. But then, you know, (laughs) they're going to be a day. (laughs) You're going to meet that guy, too. Well, the next time you're debating whether she's on his hand, call Decipher. Uh, It's a a lifestyle firm uh, designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Everybody needs a personal coach. And that's a quote from Bill Gates. Call them at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. The real deal decipher. Or go to Also, tip a fighter. There's no reason why everybody in this sport shouldn't be on tip a fighter. Listen, even if you're into charity, okay? You want the money going to charity? Fucking write it off, okay? Right. 
I'm thinking of doing a, you know, a tip a hunter. So listen, go to tipafighter.com. You can you can tip uh, fighters. Fighters sign up for this. Uh, people sign up for it. Let's tip these guys. If you're a fighter and you have a charity that you like, which what Adam was saying, I mean, it doesn't have to go to you. You can be feeding kids in Africa. You could be starting well holes in Africa. You can be doing things in Europe. I mean, I mean, I'm not just saying Africa because I'm black. Um, I'm saying that because it doesn't have to. You, there's tons of reasons why you can get the tips and tons of places that you can put them. And by the way. If the fighter loses, don't tip me. Should I pay for hospital bills? Uh, people are tweeting me that when Kevin Lee goes, maybe I'll tip from. So, um, c- come on, guys, let's let's <laughs> let's have a little fucking class. Uh, but uh, I know Ashley Evans uh, just won like the world jiu-jitsu thing, and people were tipping her for that. So that's pretty damn uh, badass. Also, thank you, Sean Jacoby, American Icon Autographs, A I A S E dot com. American Icon Autographs. Uh, Next week, we got a great show coming up. We got some more great fighters. Uh, Thank you all. Thank you, Sideshow Network. Hope you guys enjoy your lives. Get laid. Have a good uh, life. Be blessed.